0: ahead And bring him in. Uh, just give me a thumbs up when you're ready, there, bud, and I'll bring you on in. Oh, there's a big thumbs up. Hello, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing good, buddy. Just uh I was running late. I got carried away at work today. So uh I thought uh I uh I thought I had more time than I actually did. So you're
0: you know. perfect, perfect timing. No, like right perfect timing. Oh, I just five-minute intro. I didn't even shower. Hope no one can smell <laughs> Don't worry. I did. I did for the both of us because I was doing a long drive today, so I freshened up before the show. Perfect. And uh, there's a 25% surcharge for all liberals watching. So, well, no, uh, it's actually Rumble gone watch. up to
1: uh, 50% now because of climate change and other uh, implements they put in, especially the changes to the curriculum for children.
0: So we're Absolutely. up
1: to 50% now for the liberals out there. That's like
0: adjusted for inflation, too?
1: Everything. It's going to be 100% before the end of the year. So just <laughs> buck, buckle up. Or call it's, somebody else.
0: Is that actually working for you? Are Are you doing that to anybody? Or
1: I don't work for liberals, man. I like to take oh. a look at somebody, and I work alone. I live in a small town, a small community. So, I mean, if we, have...
0: we just lost your audio, did I? Oh, we're back. We got your audio back. Okay. Can you talk again? I'll see if you're back. I'm back. Yep, you're back. You're back. Okay. And I'll ask my audio people. If we're good right now. Is my too loud? Just let me know. I can't tell because I don't get to hear me. So, okay. Josh, thank you for taking the time to be here today. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for
1: actually having me on. It's uh, it's nice uh, to have. We've never actually met each other, but I want to say thank you for all the hard work you're doing and your journalism that you're
0: doing. And I just want to say thank you as well. <laughs> thank you very much, Josh. Coming from you, that actually means quite a bit. <laughs> I've been God following bless. your work a little. I've been following your work ever since Beth Ann brought it to my attention not too long ago. And God yeah. bless Beth Ann, isn't she great? She's one of my favorites, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. A, there's superpower all these women's superpowers within the freedom movement, right? And mm. uh, you got Tamara, you got Beth, uh, you got Stacy, and uh, yep. you know, we even have uh, Christine Anderson when she came from uh, these freedom fighters, they're uh, these females are to be reckoned with, right? <laughs>
0: No, that's good, and they're excellent people too, and very not just strong, but they have some good moral values, and they do like to help. They don't like to just do their thing; they like to help others, uh, especially so. Stacy. Yeah, Stacy's awesome. So they're down in I think Austin right now, or at least Stacy is. Uh, so they're both down there. I'm pretty sure. Both down uh, there. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I think we're all going to move to Texas if it doesn't work out in Canada. I think that's the new uh, our new destination. Just move down there, right?
0: Maybe, maybe. <laughs> have you tried Alberta though? Have you considered Alberta yet? You know what, Uh,
1: I just, if I'm going to put my, dig my feet in here, and if they're going to hang me publicly here, then let's do it. I ain't going anywhere. (laughs)
0: Right? No. So. Yeah. And Alberta's not so much better right now. Like, we're still rocking our, our you know, if we move
1: and it's just going to happen there later, so we all got to stand our ground and stand up for the fundamental rights of Canadians and Charter of Rights and, uh, you know non-compliance uh, whatever they're throwing at us let's not uh, let's not uh, fall for it as quickly as we did the last few things over the last few years right absolutely
0: i kind of like that idea do you the have more children? critical thinking i have five children oh wow that's right. awesome uh, did you take them out of school or what are you doing with them so the three uh, during the pandemic we
1: removed them entirely for the year um just because we weren't really uh, handling uh, the authority that was pushed on the children for the the mask mandates, which Mm were now proven not to work, and the masks were already proven not to work before they mandated them. So we decided to pull them up for that year because it was hit or miss with the online learning for school. And then when it came back in, we said it'd be healthy because we live in a smaller community and we've known all the people in in the school board. My mother worked there for, you know, decades. So I felt, uh, you know, we felt comfortable putting them back in. But then much to our surprise, there's a lot of changes to the curriculum during the pandemic when parents couldn't attend meetings and attend or speak out at uh, online meetings. And the uh, new curriculum that came out obviously sexualized um, and totally, totally inappropriate for children. That's when I decided to pull my two youngest out uh, from grade one and two. My older girls are all in grade uh, eight and above. So they have their moral compass is set and they cannot be easily um confused, right? They already know um, our family values and they know what uh, we stand for as a family unit. So Mm -hmm. they are very strong and uh, I feel very secure that they can handle that. But for my two uh, younger ones, I just broke down the timeframe of how many hours they're going to spend in a public school in the next eight years and i just couldn't do it the indoctrination they're spending more of the time they're going to spend with the teachers than they are with their dad so right. um, we, we put them in a faith-based uh pod school that we found through uh, vets, vets for freedom uh thank god for vets for freedom they're a great organization and i always recommend anyone uh lean on them for help and help them as well by uh, you know donating to them they've been a, a very wonderful organization that has came out of ottawa and they um they help people like me and you that have families um and uh, i can't thank them enough for uh, helping find a new community for uh, me to raise my children into i'm so pleased you found a learning pod for the two younger ones that's
0: great news
1: like 13 minutes from my house too i didn't even know about <laughs> it and uh, andrew uh from vets for freedom i just want to say thanks if he's watching he's a number one hero in uh, this
0: community in my book so there You go, Andrew. You've got a big fan in Josh here, absolutely. <laughs> he loves knows him. that,
1: he knows that already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's really good. Now, um, tell me a little bit about Niagara, like you in St. Catharines, Niagara, you're in that region.
1: Yeah, and I live in uh, the little town called Lincoln. Uh, it was a small town, a farming community, and uh, our family's been here for um, generations. Um, actually, a little brief history on a family. Uh, Rebecca Jeez. Green, Rebe- Rebecca B- Green Bigger was the first white fee, a white. Baby born in niagara in the frontier so my great 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 grandfather was grandmother was one of the first well she was the first white person born in uh this area so that's how we were here before canada was a country that's how long sure. the diggers have been here we live in a farm community we have farmland we're farmers now my uh, family is all firefighters my brothers grew up to be firefighters my grandpa was a, a firefighter along with my father um and they were actually affected by the mandates and uh, that's one of the reasons why i went to ottawa with such a uh, compassion uh, is because uh, my family was directly attacked by the uh, these mandates Uh, and uh, one of my brothers was actually uh, fired from his job he was a a, a high-ranking firefighter one of the highest paid in the country and uh, thankfully he got his job back because he he stood his ground but he was fired for over six months and he finally got his job back and uh, just proves to you if you do non-compliance if we all stuck together we could have had a a way different outcome than if we all complied and uh, he's living proof so if he got his job back, he got, uh, some money back. So he's, uh, he's living proof that standing against the government, uh, can work in your favor. Mm.
0: No, no, you said you got some money back. So retroactive pay, like, I believe he got, now. he
1: got some, uh, back, not some, as much as okay. he should have. Right. So he, uh, but he, he got his job back. He got some pay and, uh, he's working again right now. And, uh, and the, I had three brothers. My other brother uh, was off with—he's one of the only guys in the force that got a religious exemption. And unfortunately, my other brother uh, took the shot and was hospitalized right away. Unfortunately.
0: Oh no! Mm-hmm. How's he yeah, doing so, now?
1: I uh, see. So he only took the one shot, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he felt a lot weaker for the last year or so. But he's—he's uh, uh, he's very healthy guy. Um, but that was the first time he said he ever felt like he wasn't uh, wasn't a strong man. He felt that uh, weakened him uh, a lot. Right. And uh, I'm so sorry yeah i I mean
0: me too yeah get him to watch my uh chris uh shoemaker video dr chris shoemaker and dr peter mccullough both of them provided some good advice on how to detox and and deal with some of the harm Oh, it might help yeah perfect thank you uh dr shoemaker is a hero too so (laughs) yeah (laughs) wasn't he he just went downtown put up uh doctors for truckers or something like that as a sign right and then he a few times. yeah i've worked
1: with him a bunch (laughs) of times so i mean it's a part of the fighting for freedom. Like I feel like, oh, you're gonna lose your job. You're gonna lose this. We have nothing else to lose. We're gonna lose everything if we don't stand up. So, I mean, I don't care what they take from me. They can take my, they can take my job away. They can try to cancel me. But I know this is the final battle for freedom. And um, mm. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. We got to stand up for what we believe is right. And uh, anyone that's doing that, my hat goes off to them.
0: Say boom, very good. Now you got three brothers. Do you have any sisters? I wish
1: I had a sister. I was supposed to be a girl. I was the youngest boy of the family, so there was four boys You still have family. time.
0: In this world, you can become one anytime you want.
1: Well, that's the thing. I tried to, and they got really upset with me. I, I'm a five-spirited individual, so I have more than one gender. Okay. I'm a female. I'm a roofer. I'm a lord of roofing. I'm Mr. Freedom. I'm best damn roofer. I'm Josh Bigger. So I got more pronouns than you can shake a stick at.
0: Right? Can't
2: be You're a pro-pronoun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what you are. You're the pro yeah. pronoun. Yeah, exactly. Well, cool. So you came from a family of four. You made a family of five. So the biggers are the normally large families or larger families?
1: Uh yeah. We've uh some of the my um relatives like um uh, like we have a lot of history that we've recorded. And there's the one bigger, Joseph Bigger, that lived in the area had 21 children and like four wives. So that's only going back about hundred years. So yeah, they've been the bigger's have been bigger, not so much now because of the cost of living. But we're more of medium families now, right?
0: Right. So. Well, five <laughs> is still quite large for today. Like two or one is what everybody's going for. And are you done now, or is there going to be more bigger's?
1: Um, well, yeah. Well, there's more. Uh, my my uh, nieces and nephews are now having uh, children, so the there's they continue on. But I think I'm done. You know, I don't. You're think, done. Uh, I don't think I can afford anymore. My wife told me if I wanted more, I'd have to find a new wife. So I can't afford. Oh her. my! Afford Did you tell me. her?
0: You could go up to four apparently in the family. So I heard that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can get. I mean, she could have a sister wife. We could have You know, we could live like the uh, polygamists do, right? It's an option. It's an option. I told her, but she didn't seem too well, pleased about it. So they
0: have the Duggars in the states, so we have the Biggers up here. So <laughs> the way that would work. You never
1: know. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Right.
0: Yeah. You know? Fair enough. Now look, where did where did mr freedom come from where did that name come from the story of mr freedom
1: came from the first protest um first convoy protest which is for me and it was in Toronto before I went to Ottawa I went for the uh the farmers one that all the tractors were showing up at Queen's Park Ottawa okay. was going on but there was the same mm-hmm. weekend there was one in Toronto so I went there and um I was shooting a video that I shot the song freedom right and at the time, I was just my my character's Best Damn Roofer is my comedy channel. So the 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 music I always do is performed under Best Damn Roofer, mm-hmm. but I have a bad name in the industry, and it's just like I didn't want any getting any tarnished image. So I didn't really want to portray myself as the Best Damn Roofer because the media was looking for any type of uh, thing they could throw at anyone involved with the with the convoy. So I mm-hmm. really I didn't want to tarnish the convoy. I wanted to help. So when I was shooting that video in Toronto, I was screaming freedom, freedom, freedom. I had the fur coat on, the flags, and I was shooting that video. So I was at Tim Hortons getting my bagel, and Nobody was following the mandates. There was like 100 people in the Tim Hortons. Everyone had no masks on. Everyone's screaming. And it was like, you know, the mandates were dropped for that moment in time, just right there at that mm-hmm. Tim Hortons. And my bagel and coffee was ready. And I wasn't answering the lady. She's like, sir, sir. But I was screaming freedom at the top of my lungs. So eventually she goes mr freedom your bagels ready and i'm like that's not nice. it was like something out of a, a marvel comic movie like yeah okay mr freedom it is right so i took my bagel, and my coffee and i'm like mr freedom it is and then when i went to ottawa i painted my face red so nobody would mm-hmm. recognize me because of the the bad videos i put out and some people think they're real because a lot of people in this day and age are remedial um, they can't distinguish between uh, fiction and reality right. and um, unfortunately um uh, uh, they just can't you can't decipher what's not real and what's not and uh so we decided to paint my face and that was mr freedom for when I was in ottawa so they didn't know who the roofer was and it slowly unraveled over time right mm-hmm. and then uh, people like Carrie massad was using my uh, my videos like look at this guy he's a degenerate drunk on the roof doing drugs and so they tried to like, use that. Josh bigger was actually best damn roofer uh, so they used that as leverage about a year after the convoy. And then that's when I was like, let's tax them. Let's make a video about taxing the liberals. And it went viral. Mm-hmm. CTV reached out to me. I had, uh, you know, 700 missed calls that day, 500 bad reviews in one day. And, wow. Uh, so that we canceled. We turned our website off, to, got rid of our 1-800 number. And I told the whole internet that we, uh, you canceled me. You guys won. And uh, meanwhile, that was the furthest thing from the truth. I just turned right. off my number. and. I got tons of sales from uh, all over America for Patriots because I sell tools all across the states and I sell um, metal shingles all across the states. So the America Americans
0: saw me for what I was and supported me through and through so. That's actually a cool story that they they tried to cancel you, but all you did was get a lot more attention, and and a lot of good people will find you that way. Yeah, I got to tell you, I trimmed my beard and tidied up because of you today. I saw you earlier. I'm like, oh, he's got he's got a majestic beard. I got to try and do something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, either grow it longer or cut it short. You don't want to compete, right?
0: (laughs) Mm, No, it was just a little frizzy. I I cleaned it up because I got to sit beside you all day. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) That's pretty neat. so you went to, okay, so the one that you went to in Toronto, is that the one where they put the press out about all the threats on the hospital? Because so I remember there was a, they were going to do a, a protest there, but they shut it down the main road where the hospitals are. And they were telling the doctors that they were going to be threatened. The nurses to be threatened. Was that the same weekend? It probably was. This one here, they were
1: bringing the farm equipment in and they were going to mm-hmm. close off Queen and they, and they promised they would leave it open but they closed it down that morning and all the right. farmers didn't show up. That was the, the original protest that um, that I um, attended, right? And then after that, we left for Ottawa right after.
0: Now, it was Queen where, no, Queen goes east-west. There's another one. It's the diner or something where all the hospitals are on. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, they closed that down and they sent out notes to doctors and nurses telling them that they're, going to be threatened by protesters so they made a big deal about it for doctors and nurses of course that never happened and that was never a threat but i remember toronto was really doubling down on threatening their citizens about protesters coming to threaten them well they've so, always
1: said we were violent all these po- but it's mm-hmm. the furthest thing from the truth there's never been a charge laid i mean there's never been uh, there was ever any violence i mean the media no. tried so hard it's actually a, like it's an amazing thing that so many people got together, not one violent attack occurred, unless it was, you know, propaganda by media, like some guy walked through with a flag that wasn't supposed to be there that seemed so out of place it wasn't even fair,
0: right? The one picture of the one out uh, the first hour, the first day, the first picture by the uh an area where CBC was. You mean yeah. that that photo? Yeah, and that we never saw again. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but if you listen to the house and you listen to the prime minister speak. There were many of them because he's he oh, yes. flags, pluralizes them all the time.
1: Well, we know he's a liar. We know through and through what that man is. And uh, he's, probably, he's probably in category with some of the worst human beings in the world if we actually mm-hmm. knew what he was doing and what he was up to. And I think that'll come to fruition and people will see what actually this person is. And uh, hopefully it doesn't take longer than it, it already has. But he will be exposed and people will eventually see the truth of what that person really
0: is and what that family uh, is all about. Right. Well, here's my question about that, actually, if I if you don't mind me asking. For those of us that know, we know. We don't need to be woken up to it. We already know. The other group that doesn't know, they love him. And then there's a middle group who doesn't care. Do you really think we'll ever wake up the I don't care category to pay more attention to him? Or are they just gonna continue to not care? Well,
1: I think there's the, I, there, there,
0: there's like there's always that one saying that I've said it a bunch of times
1: since I've been in the cowboy but there's three types of people in the world uh those that can see those that can see when they're shown and then there's those that will never see it all right okay. um yeah. so I believe that those ones that will never see they they're will never see they'll 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 die
0: ooh Caesar isn't like that All right, so that may be his end. If you guys can still hear me, that'll be his end and I'm sure he'll be back quickly because that was a good part of the conversation whether or not people can wake up. Um, So yeah, his connection is still there, so we just lost his audio and video, so hopefully he'll be back quickly here. You know how ceases gets. Sometimes they interrupt the stream. Oh, we dropped him completely. So I suspect he'll be back very, very soon. But holy, so he went to Toronto one. He started to Not protest, but be part of it. And I like his little story about being a Tim Hortons to get his name. And he's back. I don't know what happened
1: there. Sorry about that. Cease us.
0: It's ceases. Yeah, they have a 20-minute clock. They'll reset every once in a while. Sorry,
1: what what was the topic? I got cut off there. Uh,
0: Those that can see, those that can see when they're shown, and then those that can't see at all.
1: Yeah, like there's, I mean, going back to that topic, there's some people that you are watching on CNN where they're like, My dad died of COVID, but he had three, four vaccine shots, so his death was better than it ever could have been. And you're like, "Wow, how is death better now that you took an uh, experimental vaccine?" Like it's lit. You can't like it's almost it's like idiocracy. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's almost you can't get like it's 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 stupidity, right? I mean, people just have, and it's indoctrination too. We've been trained to believe everything they say for the last 50 years. TV won't lie to you. They've just been and. You know, uh, it's, for some reason, people don't want to be convinced that they were fooled, right? They just would rather be, they were right and then they don't have to deal with the shame of being wrong, right? And that's a lot of things people would rather be ignorant than rather feel that they've been
0: wronged and lied to, right? Right. There's a few barriers that they have to cross. One, that they were lied to, they have to get past that. But they've also been told for so long that the counter-intelligent people, the people on the other side, are conspiracy theorists, they're haters, they hate your grandma, like they're really evil people. So it's really tough for a lot of people to say, well, I can relate to those people, but the media's got it in their head, so they really need to wake up and really need to be sometimes shaken aw- awake to to really understand, like a death in the family to the vaccine or something. It's, it's insane. There's these
1: two people that I know that uh, their husbands both died of a heart attack, 39 and four, 38, and they're like, Weird. What a coincidence. But they're both really? but they both both have three uh experiments, but what are the odds, right? And and P if you I follow a, a page called Died Suddenly and the mm-hmm. amount of people having heart attacks at a young age is it's incredible. The cancer rates are going through the roof and everyone's just like herbal cancer. It's, yeah. It's what you're eating, it's the sun, right? It's always something else. It would never be the multi-billion dollar company would never do that to anybody. They, and there's no way they, they, they would be liable for it. So it's no way. You can't even talk about it. That's how I've lost my pages. I've lost several hundreds upon thousands of viewership talking about medicine and how harmful it can be. And it's one of the things they'll cut your page down for on social media, especially Facebook,
0: right? Right. Yeah, it was annoying. Like when Bob Saget passed, whatever he passed from, don't know yet, but immediately the family was saying it wasn't the Vax. Immediately oh, the Vax. they were saying it yeah but how quick they came out and supported it as a family like don't you want to know what actually took your father your your brother your your dad like don't you really want to know what did it but how quick the media and the family come out and say not to the vax we don't know how do how do we do this like how do we get so ignorant all of a sudden like on a mass scale is it the vax itself that's making people dumb you think i think it is like all i think that's the vaccines for years of the
1: big people dumb and making people ill like we've this is all started in the uh, late 1800s they started jabbing us with these things and then whatever we take from them when the more we get sick they don't want us to use natural remedies to, and be healthy this whole mm-hmm. and it just happens to they have the symbolization of the serpent on there which always means if you're a religious person you know what that means it means the serpent is you know the evilness and it shows you right there the vatican has it in it. all these evil corporations that claim they're good share the serpent uh, symbolism on them and even your apple phone shows the bite out of the apple that was given From by the, the serpent. serpent uh the satan satan is real and the cults have believed them in, in the elites are even more real and they're the ones that uh that are behind all of this, in my opinion, they've been around for a long, long time. Their symbolism is prevalent. It's in the, you can see it in the architecture of all the Western civilization parliament. It's called revival, a gothic revival architecture. Mm -hmm. You can see it. If you just take a pair of binoculars and look at it, they worship the devil. And they've convinced more and more people not to believe in the divine creator, right? We believe that this whole thing we live on, this uh this living, breathing organism that we live on that gives us all life is an accident. There's no design for you. You're an accident. So you have no faith. So over the last hundred years, they've destroyed the belief in God. And this is the result of when a whole society loses faith. People are well, believing gotta... in Satan everywhere you go. Even though if they don't believe it, they're believing in Satan. They're taking its medicine
0: on daily basis, right? mm-hmm I, I gotta tell you though josh the last few years i've seen an increase in people openly talking about god professing faith or faith and actually following it more now that might just be some of us are actually out and open talking about it or something else might be going on maybe there's a resurgence uh, i think there is like
1: so this is the way like i went to ottawa and i i've seen for the first time and i thought i was born again in ottawa i've seen i finally put it all together i've seen the darkness and the evilness and I saw what was going on, but I saw in the people that were in front of the parliament, how God harmonized this group of individuals and people actually harmonize in a society that's not pushed to be, to hate, not pushed to argue. Mm -hmm. We, our media and our government pushes us to behave this way, but when we behave without them, beautiful harmonization occurs. That's how you've had beautiful civilizations uh, through time, uh, the indigenous to cultures that live in Africa without any society. These people here are so loving and live with each other and they don't, you know, we live a lot better without a governing body telling us how to be and argue over stuff. Right now we're arguing over pride, gender uh, strip clubs or whatever they are for kids. I mean, who's pushing this stuff? The government's paying for it. Who's pushing these mandates? The government. So all our arguments are based on this structured, Government. Once we remove that, you actually can see how human beings are supposed and designed, and we we act accordingly without the government over our head. And then we saw it in Ottawa. A million people showed up, man, and it was awesome. It was harmonization and love. And then that's why the government got so fucking scared because they yeah. not. They don't want us acting like that because that when we get that way, we're undefeatable, right? And they had to squash us literally with physical and mental uh and other weaponized stuff they use who knows what they were spraying on us and shooting on us that day uh, you know they were throwing everything at us in ottawa and uh yeah. and they knew what they were up against they were up against good versus evil and that's what this this battle is good versus evil and uh a lot of people that are evil don't even know it right they want abortion they want children dead yeah i want it that's and they, insane right and they want the fetal cells to be used and sold and they want to put on lipstick so they can rub dead fetal cells on their body and they want to use fetal cells in their vaccine so they can inject it in their body think about satanic that sounds using uh, dead fetus cells to uh, put in your vaccines or are used for some types of food or, or treatment or lotions and we're rubbing it on our body you can't get any more disgusting than that right
0: and they're uh, not wrong yeah, you're not wrong cuz that's the sacrifice of youth, right? Like so when you look back in historical when they talk about sacrificing the youth and stuff like that, this is a form of that, is it not? It is exactly what it is. And they sacrifice they want us
1: to sacrifice our young. Like they they cry about how many people died during COVID. It was 6 to 7 million they claim and those numbers were fudged. But according to the stats including every country in the world, there's over 50 million abortions a year. They don't give a shit about saving a life. Right. Just to save one life. Remember that catchphrase? Hashtag, save one life. Pardon? If it, you want to save one life, just stop having abortions. We'll have 50 more million people in the world every year. If that's our concern, saving one life, let's save 50 million.
0: Right? You're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like in New so, York State, there's more African Americans aborted than born. Yeah, um, And that's a horrible stat to even be able to re- re- recite, but it's it's a fact. It's heavily pushed in that community. It's heavily pushed everywhere, and 50 million. And that's globally, or is that U.S.? That's globally. Uh, globally, it's 50, 50 million.
1: China's probably in the 25, 29 million per year. And um, they make money. So when they, when they take that fetus out of that woman's body, what do they do with it? They sell it they use it for something it's worth it has worth so planned parenting never wants abortion to end that's why uh wade versus roe was such a big upset to these people because the billions of dollars they make off people having abortions it's you insane. know what
0: yeah so when i was growing up high school there was very little talk about abstinence there was a lot of talk about condoms and abortion but there was very little talk about abstinence and that is that is a counter abortion option isn't it yeah well how about how about we
1: uh, you know raising our kids not to have sex at 13 letting them watch all this trash on the media how do we have a society where we actually have discipline and we actually we actually uh you know strive to have loving relationships that last instead of having oh it's not good this relationship i've been in for 10 years it's not working out i'm gonna go fuck the neighbor you know that's kind of what they teach you on these television shows it's just they teach you to live this lifestyle. that's not conducive to a marriage, right? Um, we're praised men to have several sexual partners and to, uh, you know, to, to demean women sexually that way. Uh, it's just that we've been sculpted by Mad T- or MTV and all these TV shows and Fox and we let our children watch. We let ourselves watch, you know, um, that's why this shit doesn't occur in the Amish community because they don't watch this trash. Right? They focus on the things that matter themselves and their love and their family and their religion. They don't have to bow down to TV and, oh, I got to watch a TV show or I got to play on my phone. No, they worry about what matters raising their family and then preparing for their future uh, families. Right? And that's why the Amish aren't getting sick. That's why they don't get cancer. That's why they don't take vaccines. That's why they don't have abortions. And that's why not too many people leave being Amish. I mean, it seems weird out of 10 years ago. I could have thought that they're weird. Now I'm like, Holy fuck. Did they nail it on the head? They got it figured Mm -hmm. out. I wish I was Amish. I'm not too this close to shaving my upper lip and changing my name to Jeb.
0: Jeb. Jeb, Right. (laughs) Yeah. There's a a lot around where I live. So in this part of Alberta, there's a lot of uh, the communities out here you see them on the side of the road. You see them in town identifiable. The women like to wear the same type of outfit. And yeah, they certainly don't look like they're uh, struggling or having trouble. And they were pretty much left alone here in Alberta, which is kind of cool too. There was no mandates and stuff like that that I'm aware of, nor would they do it (laughs) anyway. Now, I'm optimistic because I I met another Josh and he is pushing hard and he's going to be protesting and he's 17 and he is fighting hard. Um, You're familiar with him?
1: I've met him several times. I got him on uh, my phone. I've talked to him uh, quite a bit. We, uh, Me and my wife tried to help him out with uh, some of his websites uh, when he first got started. So uh, pretty much anyone that uh, has got a big name in the freedom movement, I've uh, we've crossed paths more than once. So I'm uh, supporting him as much as I can. And uh, that gives me hope that there's young mm-hmm. kids out there that That's have right. as much going ads And that kid's like, I mean, he's he's got it down to a T, the image that... Uh, that he needs to portray and uh god
0: bless him as well uh he's a good kid yeah i bring him up a lot because Mm -hmm. it reminds us all that we have this generation that's really weird and then we have josh's generation alexander his generation they seem to be wisening up they don't like the generation before them and they're pushing they're pushing back now not all of them you certainly have a group that's acting like cats in the classroom and they need litter boxes and stuff like that but you definitely have a group that is opposed to that uh so i have some optimism that maybe the next generation might might be a lot stronger than the current one that we're dealing with what do you think well there's gonna be there's i mean
1: yeah i'm hoping there will be a surge of um a surge of young people like josh um and a lot of kids are afraid to speak out because they're afraid of the ridicule that happens. And it's not just like, see, I think why kids aren't standing up is because when we were younger, if you had an opinion, it was only in a small group in your classroom. Now they can get you online. So you are subdued to not just one social setting, which would be school. You are subdued to punishment on all fronts and social media. People get scared of it because it can, it's, it's the biggest fear is not, you know, your public humiliation so that's what these kids i think that's what they're afraid of but when they see kids like josh standing up you know it's just like that effect where one more stands up and one more and that's mm-hmm. why i do what i do because i might i don't care what they do to me but i give people hope as much as i might be different than a lot of people but he's. i still stand up and i don't give a shit so uh i mean what josh is doing i think he's making more kids say yeah if you can do it i can do it and uh, yeah i think i think we're seeing um, some of these uh, kids that we were seeing three years ago stand up because now now they know what what's in uh, what's in it uh, and it's all we're all in right so they they're actually uh, they're actually standing up so I'm praying for more will and um, even my kids uh, like I, I I joke about it but I'm like see Joshua Alexander I'm like I'm gonna prearrange marriage you guys like I just you know like, like, <laughs> like, just, right? like I, the way this world's going I'm gonna have to, have to do a prearranged marriages like as a merry boy like Josh right like. You're not marrying no kitty cat or something like that, right? Or uh, whatever the heck's going on out there. So he gives us lots of hope. And uh, if there's any young kids watching, uh, uh, don't be afraid of, uh, um, you know, or don't succumb to peer pressure. Stand up for what you believe in. And there's other guys out there and other gals up there that are doing it as well.
0: So Now, I, I got some weird news out of Dr. Mack. just a couple of days ago about vaccine spike protein shedding. So now it seems like This is stuff that can be shedded outside of the body and caught and is consumed and absorbed by others. Um, For example, one of the conversations I had with, I think it was Shoemaker, about transplants. If you get a transplant from a vaccinated person, what happens to you? And he said, you'll catch it. You'll you'll get the spike proteins. It's not as bad as getting the shot directly, but blood transfusions, um, organ transplants, these are... Ways for the spike protein to enter your body as well. So I'm a bit about um, it turning into an STD. Really, uh, they're finding it now in the semen. The spike proteins in the semen. So if people are going out there and they're trying to stay non-vaxxed, they now have to worry about sexual partners and the people that they're physically close to because of shedding are you aware of that and what do you think that's going well, to do
1: i've already had that uh talk with my children it's not the same day it actually is like aids i mean there are some doctors that are saying the molecular level it's exactly the same shape as hiv um and that's how it it, it works exactly the same and that's why this anyone who you knows had two to four jabs it has huge immunity deficiencies yes um and um it's yeah i mean I totally believe that uh, it can be passed. So if somebody, um, if you're having intercourse with somebody unprotected that's been jabbed, I think there will be risks. I think this is a bioweapon. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that you can protect yourself. Um, I don't believe it's like if someone coughs on you, it's that, I think you have to have, it's like AIDS where you have to have a uh, blood transfusion or an organ transplant.
0: exposure, mm-hmm. um, fluid exposure mm-hmm. almost straight.
1: But I mean, I had the, the sickest I ever was was like the years uh, after the convoy like I was in a convoy that year like and I and I ne- I got a couple colds but I never really got like sick enough for. I never got tested for COVID but mm-hmm. um I was just hugging everybody it didn't matter if you're back send backs or not man so I had like I'd say hundreds of thousands of people honestly I went to 50 60 events over the last two years and uh I just started taking honey about a year ago and I never been sick since. or uh raw raw honey from my mm-hmm. farm And I uh, eat a lot of raw, uh, a lot of eggs from my own, uh, my own farm. And uh, I changed my diet, no sugars, no, um, no breads and eat a lot of fatty meats. uh. And so I just kind of changed my diet a little bit. And I have been sick all last year. I just kind of changed. And my allergies went away too. Um, by oh. thinking raw honey yeah I, I figured i got i started getting allergies in my 20s after i got the hep c shots Being in the fire department and i just all of a sudden occurred i got like 15 allergies that year and i it was this it was about a few years ago until i put it together where okay i was i didn't take too many vaccines as a kid but i had repercussions from even your hep c vaccines um there's always something these these vaccines um as much as they stop hep c they come with mm. a, a list of other ailments that you're going to be a uh, on the client list for them so since that vaccine i had uh pain in my joints i had uh, and this going on for years i was taking they want to give me Celebrex for joint pain when i was younger um I, I i've had x-rays and mris on my shoulders and literally um raw honey and uh, changing a little bit of my diet it's all gone away in the last year and it was about 18 years of wondering why i have allergies to dogs and and, and all these other things that uh, that I had about a list of 12 to 15 allergies that just developed uh, in my 20s. And the only thing I could think I did different would be to, I was vaccinated for, on the fire department when I was, uh, I got out when I was
0: 20. So do you think it hurt your immune system that you were getting allergies now all of a sudden? Do you think something happened there, or? Well, well yeah, happened?
1: that's that's what. Yeah, I think whatever's in there—the mercury or whatever else—they put into your and uh, in these these vaccines—and the, we actually really don't know what they are. They're all serial numbered. We're all serial numbered with health code numbers and everything else. So right. we're one walking experiment. And I'm a firm believer that um, if we live off uh, you know the land a little better and we and we eat less pres- preserved and pasteurized food. We have a long healthier life and that's what they don't want so everything they tell us to do is pasteurizing your milk and pasteurizing your orange juice it's just destroying your food and all the good things for it so we're literally getting less nutrition and then thinking we're being healthy by injecting um, foreign substance in our body with has fetal cells mercury metals you name it uh, and we think we're being healthy we've all we've been is scared that's what they, they scare you into it so there's a lot of people that don't take uh, vaccines that live in the jungle or live in the Amish and are doing just right. fine live to be 100 years old. So there's lots of evidence that uh,
0: that point to, um, you know, other conclusions. So Absolutely. Like when this broke and we were thinking about like, how's the world going to react to this? We really, like a lot of us, we have family in Africa and we were worried that they're going to be wiped out, they're completely wiped out. Yeah. Like I thought the entire continent would be wiped out. Complete opposite. Not only were they not wiped out, they fared better than everybody else in the world because they're not into the process, this process, that, do this. They're just living their lives and their immunity was strong. So they didn't jeopardize it with the vaccine because they were some of the last to get it being a poor country. But yet, I'm sure COVID went through them like everybody else. Well, the vaccines, like even when I was younger, I think back in the 80s now, when I had two kids in my small public school
1: in Jordan that had SIDS. But were we just getting vaccine with sudden infant death syndrome was the thing? We just Oh, you just die your sleep sometimes. Do we? Do human beings just die in their sleep? Or like no one ever thought maybe this, you know, as a kid, you only need seven or eight injections. One of these like, and then I have a neighbor down the street that got the mumps rubella. And she's totally, she's been 16 years in a wheelchair, can't speak or talk after she got injected. And she was one of those cases that she was destroyed by the mumps rubella vaccine. And then she's one of many. Too Right. So this has been happening. It just these big companies have so much power and so much wealth. Mm -hmm. They just pay people out and we damn well know it, but people just don't want to accept it. Right. So I think you are going to see over the next seven years, you're going to see heart attacks, strokes, heat stroke, climate change. Right. All this stuff. All these key words are going to use to what they've already told you what's going to happen are going to be blamed for. Um, all these, uh, these deaths and all these symptoms and all these health repercussions that come along with eating, poor drinking and
0: climate change. Right. But it'll never
1: be the vaccine.
0: Right. Right. So for example, when we all notice in the next generation, a dramatic drop in reproductive rates, dramatic, like we're down to 0.1 instead of one, um, they're going to blame culture society choice they're going to blame all those right but they're not going to be pointing to the vaccine destroying reproductive systems i bet well you know their goal is to destroy
1: reproductive systems they're doing it they're, they're convincing young children to cut off the reproductive organs in some states they're allowing, correct. To, they're allowing it to be done to a 12 year old can do it with those parents consent hormone blockers you know this stuff destroys their goal is to we all know their goal is to depopulate the country they said it openly i mean um uh, pervert bill gates there the pedophile he even said it right on uh ted talks it, i don't know if it was a slip of the tongue but he said it right there and, and, he, and you can download the uh the talk that he says that they do a good job with the vaccines they'll lessen the population by up to uh 50 percent now there's no other way to uh, decipher what he said other than that the fact that the vaccines will eventually take the population down which means it will kill you he straight right. out and said it and I mean, I'm not here to brag, but I have the same amount of medical degree as Bill Gates does, guys. And I'm a roofer, so I'm just as inclined to take health information for me. But the set the difference is between me and him. I haven't been to Epstein Island, so I trust me more
0: than him if if you ask me. <laughs> or Davos. Yeah, or Davos.
1: I haven't been there either. If I'm going there, it ain't it ain't to be friends with them, tell you that much.
0: <laughs> hmm. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now look, we can get into some of that now. So do you think there is a massive organization led by gates uh, wef that whole group that has created this because I, I gotta tell you if you if you look into the global fund and it's called global fund you make you think it's just a mm-hmm. bank or something like that but they actually do research and they spent a lot of money on hiv mumps and covid um i'm curious if these guys are part of the design group or not they are part of the design group um they all are
1: this is the the, this is the regime that left uh germany after they these people here were running hitler these same companies these same families have been in charge they don't want you to know about your family history but they keep their secret and these people here have been running the world for a long time they're part of a secret group whether you want to say they're not the masons these are they're above the masonic order these people here are one of the they'd be almost like they were the original families that have been running this
0: plan original 13.
1: and what they did so 23andme they put out this idea about so 10 years ago that they they convinced everyone well, they convinced 100 million people to give up their dna in the western civilization with a thing called 23andme so before this you would need a court order to get my dna but these people here Knowing how the and what the, it all was done on the cell phone. So they had you captivated. They convinced you that you're gonna know, oh, you wanna know if you're part Irish and this and that. You send your DNA in like this, and you give it to these fucking assholes. So what these fucking assholes do with hundred million people's DNA, they found exactly how to target you and your weakness, and they took you out. And that's what 23andMe was. It was a design to take out us, the Western civilization. And they had tons of people give up the Oh, you're back. Yeah, sorry. Uh, The sacred information of your body. People just gave it up willingly. They actually paid for it. They paid $150 to give out the most precious information of your human body and your lineage to the most disgusting, wealthy people in the world that do not care for you or...
0: Do not care for you or... He's getting into the good stuff. He's getting into the good stuff. I do believe what he's talking about to be true. I do believe uh, Ancestry.com, 23andMe, uh, these were just global directories and they're allowing people to enter themselves. Like you said, you paid for it. And then you're giving up your genetic information. Who, You know, organizations, organizations sat down and said, I wish we had this information then they created ways for them to collect it. Uh, same thing with uh, cell phones. You know, cell phones are the best tracking devices and bug devices ever. I guarantee you that the CIA oh. and stuff would absolutely wanted that. Uh, sorry, we were just continuing without you there. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, you, yeah Ancestry, uh, 23andMe, genetic, they got it all, and it was used to... Uh, to hurt us.
1: So yeah. So imagine people like me or you that got that information. We designed how to make humans live longer and benefit life and you know make sure that we uh we better human beings. But these people here don't make any money off you living well and living strong. They make money off you being poor and weak enough not to fight back and just weak enough to keep taking the new spoonful of medicine they have provided for you to make you a little bit sicker so you can buy some more medicine. And I honestly believe that's my theory that I've created myself, but I've just been from my own observations. Hundreds of millions of people gave up the most precious information that before 1999, it, it required a fucking warrant to get. And everyone just gave it out and paid for it. Like, I would have never gave anyone your DNA, just what you didn't do. Right. And here it goes, here. That's how stupid society got because they trusted people too much. We got, you know, we trusted everybody like uh, we trust our own family. And people, a lot of these rich people aren't like us. We don't, they're not caring. They don't give a fuck if, uh, you know, your family starves. They only care about themselves. And they're so greedy that the biggest mistake these people are making is that they think that these rich people are like them and they're not, they're the complete
0: opposite of you. And once
1: you realize that you realize not to take any more of their stuff,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. No, people don't realize too, this 23andMe, in addition to being an excellent resource for anybody who's designing something to go after the, the human DNA. It's a great resource for that. It was also ended up being a resource for uh, the government itself to find people, so criminals and stuff like that. They were using it, and guess what? They were able to do. They don't need a match from you. Your family's family, yeah. Matches. Yeah. So your cousin, your aunt, your mom, all these other people who did it. That's enough to get you in there without you getting in there. And I'll tell
1: you another early part of my. This is my theory. Now you know the um, you know the story of the fallen angel, right? Lucifer. He was the the truth yeah. giver, right? So I do believe that there is elite families and elite powerful presence, and I know, but they are running the world. Mm-hmm. When they removed him from heaven, he breeded with the human beings, and thousands and thousands of years went by. But that lineage they're trying to erase—the fallen angel, right? That's just a theory I put out. But that oh, DNA. Okay, so
0: you think they're trying to find it? That and they, they already in know where it itself? is.
1: So, yeah so whatever whoever fell from heaven that that lineage that bred with the human race that wasn't supposed to the biblical story um mm-hmm. they're wiping that out because it wasn't in to them, it wasn't supposed to happen so um that that's another uh, that's why they've attacked society to get rid of it that's why it's in most western civilization because that's where the the uh the um uh, the bloodline lies and some say it's in the green eyed people it's only two percent of the population so these uh, weird eye colors like blue is only five percent and green is only two the rest of the world is brown they're trying to eliminate that unique bloodline that was set thousands and thousands of years ago that went against the order and now they've had a way to tactically defeat it and remove it
0: oh i'm hazel so, green what does that mean oh you're going
1: down with me and you buddy they're going after us pal. They're, they're coming the after us eyes. oh no yeah, it's just me and you We're the last two survivors so
0: but that, well, we'll have the beards for it then. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to dye my eyes brown so they don't catch me, right? <laughs>
0: oh, I didn't know about that, but all right. I got hazel green. People love my eyes. They like to yeah. comment on it, but all right. No, I'll, I got to make sure I'm staying safe. I live off grid. I live in the middle of the bush. I, I'm i doing what we can. We do the homeschooling. We do the homesteading as well. Um, and I think it's a good way to live. Let me just remind people, you're not wrong, that 23andMe is, has other purposes. Um i like to tell people about Uber. Uber is currently in the first phase. The second phase is to get rid of all the drivers and have autonomous vehicles. So what Uber drivers don't realize today are they're the guinea pigs collecting data for the autonomous phase of Uber. So at some point, they are going to be phased out drivers uh, because the vehicle will be driving itself. But it was drivers who created the database and the information in order to have good autonomous driving. So... These people out there that are running around doing Uber—they're working themselves out of work, and they don't know it, because this is how these people work. They do have other plans. They do it in phases. They start with certain things, and then they go to certain other goals. Now, their goal here is to get rid of all vehicles, do autonomous, and make us completely dependent on them for transportation. That's their goal, uh, and they're headed that way quickly. Um, do you think I'm I'm wearing the silver or a tinfoil hat there, thinking that Uber? No, is, all these.
1: All these devices, these Uber, like the way they're tracking humans, how we react, it, it's it's all for control. And uh, I don't think you're wrong at all. I mean, at this point, you have to assume now that the governing body and whoever they're working with is the most evil. And like when I say most evil, I'm talking about the Satan and the devil. The, there's right. doesn't matter what religion you you look at over time. There's always been good and evil. I mean mm-hmm. it's you know what in your heart I mean it is it is what it is and that's what we're up against so any any notion any feeling you get and you know in your heart that these people here they're not doing good things and and it's it's been proven now we've seen what the, the the, the uh their their goals aren't to benefit us we know that they're to benefit them so mm-hmm. if if you think it's benefiting you look at the long term like you're saying look at the long term you're going to work yourself out of a job right correct and, uh, you know, oh, it's great that I don't have to use a bank anymore. It's great that I don't have cash, but you're you're working yourself out of freedom. So you, well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to use I'm not going to use cash. Well, then they're going to know what you buy. They're going to know where you go. They're going to tell you you can't buy this. You're going to tell you you have no money if you if you spoke out against the government on your social media thing. So this whole um, idea of that oh, it's going to be a, uh, a digital world is going to be great. It's going to be actually hell it's literally hell you know what's great living on a farm living by yourself having no neighbors living with your family and living the way um the way a human being is supposed to not stacked uh, mile high into a concrete jungle and uh forced to eat preservatives and other shitty food um just to keep their uh you know their machine working and they don't want you to be self-sustainable that's the that's the What they don't want people like me and you that are dipping away and telling people um you know maybe you should have a different outlook and and actually look for the dangers and everything rather than assuming that it's all you know you know sugar plums and candy canes which
0: is not Mm -hmm. right yeah when we got into baking our own bread one of the first things we had to realize was you have to eat it quick because bread doesn't last Mm -hmm. forever in fact fresh bread doesn't last long at all compared to store-bought because it's got shelf stabilizers in it um it's supposed to go moldy. <laughs> so, it's so when we to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like was, when we first started doing our own bread, it was like, Oh, look that it, it went moldy like in three days. I'm like, supposed to. Um, <laughs> the fact that other stuff can last a week isn't a good sign. For three uh, weeks, right? Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah even, And there's even there's even this ice cream that doesn't melt from Walmart. Like
1: well, even like say this beer here, preservatives, there's a lot. So I, this is an organic beer. Um, it's a little bit better than your uh, other beers. But the law was passed in 2008 where now they put preservatives and additives in beer. And there's, there's a list of these preservatives that they was just established in the 2018. And that's why they're saying alcohol will cause cancer. But this the stuff they're putting into it. Uh, beer doesn't go bad. So I don't know why you need a preservative in it. I mean, they're making millions upon millions of liters a year. So it means that every beer is being drank within a month or two. You don't need to put preservatives in it. Um, But they're putting preservatives in anything they can right now. And uh, so it's crazy. I mean, I noticed the difference. I can have three or four beers and and feel sick the next day. And and it it just started happening in 2017, 18, when the preservative law changed. And And going into other foods like candy. Candy used to be so simple, but now they have red dyes, blue dyes, patented dyes, uh, t- carbon or uh, titanium dioxide, which is a, a roofing uh, material that's used for adhesion, um, and it's in your kids' candy. So it went from just being mm. refined sugar and syrup to this concoction of toxic chemicals that also causes ADHD. Um, right, right. I was uh-huh. going to say. So I I, I, I love sugar for years. It took me about two years ago, I figured it out that I I used to hyperactive, but it was just literally what I was eating every day. And then you drink, you have NyQuil. NyQuil has red dye in it. Well, red red dye uh, is literally makes me go insane. But it's on your Advil, so you have a headache, you take an Advil, it has a red dye on it, you take NyQuil, it has red dye in it, you have um, a Halls that has red dye in it, so you're feeling sick, but you can't sleep, your fever's worsened, right, so all these medicines, they know what it does to do a human being, like I said, they have all our data, they have all our data to literally fuck with us, pardon my French, and these evil people is good. <laughs> are, are, are doing it, and they're doing it because they want to, and that's their main goal, is to hurt us they get and if you don't think that human beings do that just look through history where these empires were taking over people and and raping people and and taking the women and children in slavery i mean they're doing it day in day out this is the biggest um with more slavery now than any time else in this in the world history it's because we've been so orchestrated and people don't want to admit it oh there's no slavery like we are being we're slaves right now i gotta pay uh hundred dollars for one bag of groceries down at the grocery store and i I got five kids at home that's slavery
0: right yeah yeah i know people are are misguided on that one slavery doesn't mean work for free slavery means you're doing it for the purpose that they want you to yeah And, and you really don't have much of a choice so if you're doing a nine to five paying your mortgage you are a slave um and i just want to highlight something the slave trade just got more expensive because if you look at the way sports teams are run and the way they trade players and buy players and own players the cost of slaves just went up that's all that happened there yeah they, they still have slaves well
1: and then they have uh like the the sex uh, trafficking trade uh, trade that mm-hmm. it's funny if you bring it up like oh you believe in that like uh yeah it's <laughs> like it's so funny like I, I i thought people i like people are actually fucking idiots but like after that movie came out, Sound of Freedom, and people are like, "Oh, I, I think that movie shouldn't be out." Like you don't, you think that because children are kidnapped, you don't think it should be out because because the because the media doesn't want it out. Doesn't that make you believe that if the media doesn't want it out? They're involved, mm-hmm. right? Like we didn't hear Justin Tro talk about the Sound of Freedom. He doesn't give a shit if your kids get kidnapped or if any other kid gets kidnapped and used for a sex toy. He doesn't care because he's into do it too, in my opinion. And then and anyone that knows that man it was fired for having sex with a 14-year-old girl while he was a teacher, and everyone knows that fact, and eventually that will come to fruition too, and it will be proven, so it will be factual, and it won't be fact-checked anymore,
0: right? Well, I, th- I, th- I think the simple fact that there's an NDA involved is yeah. all I needed. Yeah, from that's all legal I needed. Yep. Yeah, like what's the NDA say then? Like what are you nda non-disclosure? What hey, you know, is it you, you know how many NDAs are against me and a
1: 14-year-old? I can guess right here, zero, buddy. I've never been in that predicament in my life nor will i ever be in that position in my life
0: and, well you did uh, red face paint but how many times have you done black well you know what
1: probably i, I roof a lot so sometimes i come home with shingle grit all over me but uh right I, well the
0: I, point, I, point I, is when he was asked he didn't, couldn't remember how many times he did blackface he said he actually doesn't remember i would it's zero <laughs> it's pretty easy to remember how many times i've done that i've done white face before that's going to be a racist thing soon. Just wait. But my, I was, I was, it was uh,
1: for a character that I played in a in a uh, in an obscene video I did. So it was
0: a, a drug addict, to put it that way. So his face is very pale. No, fair enough. Now let's talk <laughs> about drugs a little bit. Like drugs right. got legalized. We got marijuana legalized. Now we got Vancouver and BC really hard drugging, legalizing, or decriminalizing. Uh, do you think there's a good path forward for society or do you think that's just one of those things to destroy us
1: let's step, let's step it back and let's let's take it what what is their let's look at it from a different perspective um so anything they're doing is to hurt us right we already talked Mm -hmm. about that tonight so let's step back why would they want to legalize drugs because they want digital currency the um the the everyone knows that cocaine is that three or four billion dollar industry in north america Um, And so what they need to do, and most of our ports are in in Montreal for all them that come through Montreal and BC. So what they need to do in order to make, uh, in order to digitalize the currency, they need to legalize the drugs to keep the um, cartels happy. So it started off with marijuana. So that was an easy transition because everyone was pro for it. It got dipshit into power. Every kid voted for free weed or legalized Mm weed. And now they're going to legalize it drugs under safe supply safe drug supply right because everyone's overdosing on fentanyl that's been brought in through the government because the government controls the border so who's to blame the people controlling the border right that's their fault Fair
0: argument yep.
1: so they're behind it all and their goal is to have digital currency and to keep the cartels happy and keep the drugs coming but more so the only time we had unsafe drug supply was when the chinese got involved with fentanyl which is their own government because there's cocaine coming to this country for years and no one ever overdosed of a cocaine overdose until a few years ago, which was fentanyl. It wasn't cocaine; it was fentanyl that you overdosed And So, what they want, they want to control us. Also, if the drugs are legal, the cartels are happy, and we got to buy even our drugs. We don't even because you, you got to buy your drugs legally now. So that's their only. That was their only catch for going digital is that how we're going to appease the are the the, um, the cartels, and that's how they're going to appease the cartels, and then
0: they're going to push the digital currency that way. Cause there's nobody to stand against them now. Right? So the worry about the cartels was removing cash from their trade. So they have to find a different way to get them on board. Is that well, what you say? There?
1: Yeah. Say, okay. There goes cocaine. still illegal and this digital currency, how do I buy my cocaine? Now that's a $4 billion industry in, in the area. How do I, how do I sell it? Well, let's make it legal. And uh, there we go. Done. Oh, the so the cartels kid.
0: bring they bring the cocaine as well. And now that so the, the cocaine
1: is legal, the cartels doing a legal business, international legal business. So we just we've just taken a legal gang, and then now they're working for us. Think about fucked up that is. People that'll kill you for drugs are going to be working with our Canadian government. You're going to kill your kids for drugs now too.
0: They're for money so you know what that explains that change because there's been a shift the last few years with cartels in fact they actually protect americans and they protect the travelers now when they come down there and you've mm-hmm. been hearing more and more of those stories yeah. where if somebody does attack one they will go after and find out to stop it this is to protect a partnership then i guess is what you're yes, saying. yes it's, it's a, a partnership yeah so our
1: our government is not illegal is a mafia if they put it that way it's a mafia and it's, it's not just ours. It's all Western civilization. It's the Germans, <laughs> Australia, uh, uh, Canada, uh, America, Britain. Um, so they uh, this is the elite globalist takeover. It is what it is. It's right here for anyone to see if you just want to take a fucking look,
0: right? Do you think Breaking Bad and shows like that were to normalize the drug trade? Was of course, make it, of course it was. I
1: mean, we made we, we normalized drug use. Hollywood was the first step at that in the 70s and 80s. They brought it over and in boatloads into Florida, and they made Hollywood stars Coke ads. Oh, yeah, look at how awesome these people are. Let's go to rehab. Look at how cool we are. They, they made right. doing cocaine cool. Look at Tony Montana. He's a gangster. Look at him selling Coke. Look at how cool he is. Look at all the girls he gets. They've designed these images with media. They've weaponized media. And they've weaponized every single thing. There isn't one thing left that they haven't used to use against us, right? And, I mean, yeah, that's why I think, when you know, you know. And it's just the people, like, there's more people turning to it now. Like, yeah, the government fucking does hate us, right? I'll never take another shot again. I hear that all the time. But there's those blind fuckers that have 17 Band-Aids up their arm and a liberal flag on their forehead, which is an L. And, uh, you know, they're going to die. They're going to die happy. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna lie.
0: Hey, sorry. The little one here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, And hopefully she can't hear this next part. Uh, One of the things that bothered me a lot. No, you're on. Oh, she uh, got headphones. Perfect. I got
2: headphones,
0: yeah. Very good. Um, One of the things that really bothered me was seeing actresses come out and say, because I've had two, three abortions, I am the person who I am and my career is great and everything's wonderful and I couldn't be who I am without those. Holy devil like how horrible of a message is that you are encouraging people to go ahead and do that because they believe it will lead to a better life now. Thanks to you. Um, What do you think about people like that?
1: I do believe that you will have to answer for all your
0: actions in life
1: once it's over. Um, And I'm, I have faith that they will have to answer to a higher power when they leave this planet, and they will soon realize right after they close their eyes and leave their body that they made the gravest mistake. Yeah. And uh, I like to tell the story about the man that uh, he wrote Lucifer's Bible, and uh, he was a prominent uh, believer in Lucifer. And, and uh, when he died, his family reco- his family um, confirmed this. He was a Satanist. And uh, he took his last breath, and his last words were, "Oh my goodness, what have I done?"
0: Oh, he saw something. And it's like that, just yeah, you
1: motherfucker, go to hell, right? <laughs> right? I mean, truly, like, and I tell people right now, like, you know, if, if you try, you have trouble finding faith in 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 God, don't don't look to the Bible. That's mm-hmm. you know, just look, go outside, go to Mother Nature, go to where that's our that's the creation. That's the divine, you know. The divine creator created this beautiful creation. You can see everything you need to see by walking out in nature and going up, and and a walk in the mountains or or a beautiful lakeside resort in Muskoka. Like, just look at the creation that was created for us and how beautiful and how complex it is, and that that was designed for us. And and if you look at it that way, I mean, I think the you know, religion turns a lot of people off. Um, that have a, you know, I believe in something, right? Like karma, but it's a little more than that. And a lot of people say, like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the, in, in the book. And they, and they just, they just say, no, I'm not believing in it after that. But like, take a step back. I mean, there's different ways to celebrate, uh, God and there's different ways to celebrate, mm-hmm. um, a way of life. Right. And, and a lot of people find it through Jesus Christ. Um, but it's not for everybody. Right. So I always try to encourage people to find hope and to find, um, what they're looking for in the surrounding uh, wilderness and mother nature, right? I find it's easily to be found there Um, and more people spend more time outside, take your shoes off ground, stay in the sunlight, eat healthy, drink uh, healthy water. Um, And I think it makes a difference. I mean, I even, I found myself being more religious in that sense after the convoy. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't go to church on a regular basis, but I have rituals that, there's prayer there's meditation um there's giving to communities there's you know more hope uh, than i've ever had in my life um after ottawa so i mean like i said religion organized religion is not for everybody but sometimes there's a, there's the same feeling you get from you can believe in god without believing in an organized religion as well mm-hmm.
0: right um for sure yeah just so, don't put your faith in your government and your neighbors don't put it there That's yeah <laughs> Now, whenever I talk to somebody and I hear the word convoy, faith, in Ottawa, I hear Biker's Church. So oh yeah, yeah, Melissa. Is that okay. is that where you did your 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 uh, discovery or, or your comeback? Is that Um, anything? I
1: I was there, and honestly, uh, her husband Rob. I mean, -hmm. I was. He had me in tears at one of his sermons. uh, Well, I was. I hear that a
0: lot. Uh, I talked to so many people,
1: sobbing. Um, I was there with my dad, and it was right after the convoy um, Mm -hmm. um, fell apart, and um, and uh, it was um, it was beautiful. Like so, everyone was felt like it was like you were all lost the day after we all got sent out to Ottawa, and. Uh, we, we rejoiced at the church, and uh, they are truly amazing people, uh, Melissa and Rob. And uh, another, like, see how many great people we found along the way. Um, and it, it's just, it's part of me that makes me believe there is a higher power that brings us all together. And the Bikers Church is a very unique church, very, very open church. And they're very, very humble, and they do a lot for the community. So if there's anybody that, uh, you know, is on the fence those are the one of the churches you should go to and uh mm-hmm. they will they will take you in
0: uh, with open arms right yeah they'll never admit this but maybe the convoy was a convoy to their door uh because oh. a whole bunch of people during that, that three four week period walked through that door and changed their lives. well they never shut down either
1: they're still giving out uh lunches for people they were still mm-hmm. giving out clothes all the government's like you can't do that you know they said they stood their ground and they said which I thought every church should have. Every church should have kept their doors open. That's one thing I I felt really, really upset about is that these big churches that I thought had faith, they all just stood by and let the government tell them that their faith wasn't important anymore. And that Walmart was allowed to be open with 100,000 people going through it daily. But your church, you can't be open, you can't be six feet apart, you can't wear your mask, you have to close your doors. And if you didn't see that as a sign of how evil and true evil their intentions mm-hmm. were, then I, you can't explain it to anybody. Like, oh, no, they shouldn't my, close my church. I will save my grandma's life. But they go to Walmart and then go for a movie and put their mask on. or You know what I mean? Right.
0: But- right. Yeah, Churches, community centers, homeless shelters, uh, gyms, those were all closed. Anything that was T- good for you. Tobacco shops, beer stores, liquor stores, cannabis stores large consumption stores those are all open
1: of course they were anything that's not good for you right yeah for
0: sure now i gotta be small confession after the lockdown and we didn't have mcdonald's for a long time i had a cheeseburger it has that was the best burger ever (laughs) Uh, for some reason that that first one was good Uh, again it's crap after that but that first one i don't know there's something there uh there's
1: they got additives in there that make you they're
0: could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll stay away from it now. We do a lot of our own stuff now, but yeah, totally. So you know Melissa and you know Rob, and when I was chatting with them, uh, they weren't protesting. Like they weren't keeping their doors open for the sake of keeping the doors open or anti-government or anything like that. They were just keeping the doors open because that's the right thing to do. Uh, and even at the beginning, they were even trying to work with the requirements, but they had this plus one rule where they would always add plus one, uh, which meant anybody that needed to show up and get in we yeah. were going to get in.
1: See, they followed the order of their religion and their beliefs. Um, and they firmly believe that their um, their goal in life is to help others through Christ. Mm-hmm. And they were not going to let uh, government, especially a government that doesn't have faith, tell them that they can't do what they were put here on this planet to do. And I, um, my hat goes off to them as well. For, um i get goosebumps talking about those folks man yeah um and just what they did it's just they're heroes that's exactly how i put it uh, rob and melissa are heroes in my mind yeah and many others for-
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's pastors all over the place that worked hard pastor uh arthur, arthur here and yeah he was doing it i was just listening to an interview with him and viva on my way down here to lethbridge oh boy he's been through a lot and um part of me wants to go him
1: to alberta next month to see pat king um mm-hmm. because all these people i mean i've never took a donation during this whole process i know i've been accused of being a grifter but i've probably everybody spent... accuses <laughs> us of that dude i have I'm... a book
0: that really helps people and i'm still a grifter
1: yeah i mean i've i've just donated i donate every time I've, and i've helped people promote their stuff i help people promote their channel i i uh, and um but i i i do believe that i should make my way out to alberta next month to support pat king because he's having please a fundraiser come. and seven was... a you yep please come and um, I think it would be beneficial to me to be there so I can meet some people that I really need to give a hug to because I never made it out to Alberta. I went out east. Um, and I never met out uh, west. So um, I think
0: I'm going to have to journey out there to uh, say my thanks to uh, many people out there as well. Please come. Pat <clears throat> pad is on on Thursday, so you'll be able to watch him live Thursday. And, yeah, he's got many fundraisers. I'm going to one on the 26, and he's got a whole bunch coming up. So please come. Yeah, I just we're, had him we're... on my live last week, uh, too. He's, yeah. uh, funny thing is about having
1: him on my live, I'll, I'll, so I'll tell you one thing. I had Christine Anderson. I worked with her. And mm-hmm. this IP address of this phone kicked me off Facebook indefinitely with over 220,000 followers. And then when I, I had to use my other phone with a different IP address, I went on with Pat King, and they just shut that phone off from going on Facebook. So, it's just a coincidence, eh? But uh,
0: Wow. So I've had over a million
1: deleted followers since I started on Ottawa. So I had over 400,000 followers on TikTok, and they shut that page down when I went to Ottawa and uh, told Trudeau to go F himself and pl- planted my flag, the the loyalist flag, the king's flag, they call it, right? It was the first Canadian flag. So I took it and planted it and said it was my flag. I'm the king of Canada now. And And nice. uh, they kicked me off uh, with over 400,000 followers, and I quickly got up back up to 150 they kicked me off again and um now i'm at 85,000 uh on tiktok but uh, i've had every every page on every platform deleted more than once um over a million deleted followers uh, for speaking the truth and being a comedian and they personally attacked me and my family tried to destroy my life tried to destroy my business and uh unfortunately um they're not able to uh, stop me or phase me. I'm a roofer by trade, so my job's a lot harder than uh, theirs is and kicking their ass mm-hmm. would be the easiest thing I did all week.
0: Yeah. You must be over the target, the man dropping the truth bombs if they're doing that to you so vigorously. I
1: was the youngest of uh, four boys. So I was easily, I was always a punching bag growing up. So pretty much conditioned to it now as an adult, right?
0: Yeah. So can we talk a bit about your social media presence and that you build, even though you keep losing them? Uh, you're still quite the creative uh, social media guy, right?
1: Yeah, so I have a production company now, so we do full-on productions. Uh, we do uh, media uh, media marketing, and we do uh, commercial productions for um, basically companies in the roofing industry. Uh, so we've been working at that for going on three years now. That all stem from my comedy skits that were on YouTube and uh, social media where I play a degenerate roofer that drinks <laughs> and does drugs and doesn't finish the roof and cheats on his wife, and he's literally a piece of shit that's the whole joke he's like a ricky from trailer park boy so it was something i started doing out of boredom and um i was a musician uh for years and i was on the warp tour i was on uh you know uh the tour with good good charlotte so i'm 41 uh played with blink 182 so it was kind of you know i was always in the limelight and liked to do stuff and then became a roofer had a family had died out uh doing the live shows so then i started doing um just comedy on uh, the roof and it blew up. And now I I do marketing on the roofing industry and I'm known as the Lord of roofing, Lord big time. They call me the king of roofs. Right. And uh, and now I have my own tool line. So I have several different tools available on uh, primelinetools.com, also available on home hardware and and many different stores across Canada and the U S and yeah. So I just, uh, if people think that making stupid videos and doing what you want is is a dumb thing, I always did what I wanted and didn't let anyone tell me any different. And uh, I found a whole new career path um, uh, that it wouldn't ever happen if I'd ever really put my neck out there and did what I wanted to. I didn't listen to people telling me, oh, making a video, acting like a drunk guy might lose business. I'm like, whatever. What what do we have to lose? They only got one life. You, You don't leave this world alive, buddy. There's only one way out of here. So you can't take your money with you.
0: Well, if I'm not canceled on Thursday with Pat King and I'm still around Friday, maybe you can give me some tips on how to build my platforms. Oh, you could just
1: start roofing with me.
0: <laughs> you guys want to see that? You want to see Jason the nerd up on the roof? Yeah, I used to do it when I was younger, but yeah. I've been up there be- since then. I have vertigo or something. I'm a pilot, so I can get up there thirty thousand feet no problem. But uh, I get I get uncomfortable now. <laughs> well, the thing is, they will teach you. This is just this
1: is the best damn roof speaking now. Okay, so trick. I'm listening trick to get on a roof is you need to be really drunk and really high
0: right what about Just, the cheating the wife thing do i have to do that part because i don't well, know why. yeah
1: well you you don't have to but it helps
0: right <laughs> <laughs> see, well she's the, doing the chat so also yeah, my yeah. chat right now <laughs> yeah
2: dude.
1: no see that's the that's the funny thing like so the satire comedy behind uh, a roofer is that he does well mm-hmm. but he ends up he ends up Many roofers I've known, they do really well. Next thing you know, they get into the drugs, lose their wife, start cheating. They lose everything, right? With a little bit of success, with a little bit of hard work, and it seems to be uh, through and through in construction, right? Um, and that's the that's the that's the satire of it. So a lot of people that have had addiction problems and went through that look at my comedy and laugh at it, right?
0: My wife's not impressed. I was just joking.
1: He's not doing BDR's a character, Mom. Don't worry about it. I was just I was just joining the character for a little bit, right?
2: Uh-huh.
1: I'm happily married too, so don't uh, don't worry about it. Uh, but that's the thing. Um, my um we do all this funny comedy and I've been doing it as fictional for years and the people like mm-hmm. people will call me like, is that real? Did you really do that? Like, stop believing everything you read on the goddamn phone or watching it, right? It's usually if I the way I tell my kids if it's on TV, it's not real unless you see it with your own eyes it's not real because if it's been edited it's been edited and edited means it's altered which means it's not as true as it could be right
0: so Uh, even the news sorry go go on on. the news no no the news
1: oh the news does the same thing they'll give you a glimpse of what they want to talk about they don't show the full conversation or the the full piece right so yeah unless you see it with your own eyes or you can you know uh, the video shows an unedited version of the whole circumstance there's room for, for, there's room for editing. There's room for, you know, you know, you can do this or just cut it clip, you know, and make it seem, you know, you've seen it a million times. Right.
0: And, yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Like, here's the most important thing you'll ever know to save your life. Tonight at six. It's like, tell yeah. me now. <laughs> tell yeah. Me now. tonight at six, Why do right? I have to wait? Yeah. Right. Now. Now, I'm going to have a, com- a comic on my uh, Wednesday show. So I do this cross-Canada thing where I go from the East all the way to the West talking to people. And in, my, in BC, I'm going to have a comedian on. Uh, he's a uh, Trudeau impersonator. Oh, I've met him before. I worked with him one night with Christine Anderson. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be on. Are, could you do a 10-minute set? Are you interested in doing something live this this Wednesday? Sure. Yeah? Yeah, yeah man. All right. Stick, up, stick around for Ontario, folks. We're going to have some yeah. live comedy. That's you want me to go on as cool. best damn roofer? Do you do your your thing? Because he's going to be coming as Trudeau, so we're going to have a fun. Well, I Wednesday. could be the best
1: damn roofer, and he could be. Uh, we could talk about how um, I'm the guy that's charging him more, right?
0: Well, he's in he's in BC, so you'll have to stick around for the end of the show. But I'll have Ontario covered. I'll have BC covered. We'll have some comedy. We have some music this week as well. I'm trying to get Greg Arcade to play. Uh, I'm Going to keep working on that one, so it should be a good time. Well, I can also play a song too. I have
1: the one of the uh one of the popular songs for the freedom movement, right? You know, you know please do. Yeah, I
0: just saw in the chat that your song's quite popular and it's, I haven't uh, heard that it's, one. Sorry. It's
1: freedom, so you probably heard it, you just don't know it's me. Um probably. Yeah, it's a song I'm called gonna, Freedom. Look. We we wrote it. So if you look up Freedom by Best Damn Roofer, it um we probably you know it was one of the uh, one of the nicest pieces because usually my songs are about roofing and more for comedy. So that was uh, I wrote one called This Town and one called Freedom, and it was uh, for the convoy.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to ask the wife if she's not too upset about that whole cheating stuff. Uh, <laughs> wifey, can you go ahead and find that video, and we'll queue it up, and I'll play it for them. Uh Tell her I was just joking. I was just the roofer. Oh, speaking. no, she knows. She's yeah, she's yeah. like us. She's having a good time, too. That's why she sent that little yeah, thing roof, Roofers are idiots. Don't worry about best damn yeah.
1: roofers. That was my other personality. I'm back to Mr. Freedom, right? So. Can't blame me for my other pronoun there, <laughs> Roofer.
0: No, <Nope>. Roofer. <laughs> so, <laughs> and do you know? Um, oh, let me get his name now because I just saw his thing today. Uh, Rob Pr- Primo. Rob Primo. I work with Primo, Primo.
1: on a daily basis. Uh, like I said, I have a good, r- I built so many. Strong friendships and relationships from people from Ottawa. And Rob uh, is local to me here. He lives about 25 minutes away from me. So we and him have done several things together. And uh, I usually share a lot of his posts and, uh, another guy that I had to say, thanks for all his hard work for while I'm on here as well. So God bless Rob and all his hard work.
0: Yeah, I know it's going to be exciting. I'll meet him tomorrow. So he'll be on tomorrow, but I saw his tweet today about his four year old son, 20 day suspension, uh, because they're not doing vaccination. Wow. That's insane. Well, they like served I said, him with a document to let him know that his four-year-old, uh, junior kindergarten or senior kindergarten, senior kindergarten, he's got a 20-day suspension.
1: Well, what he has to do, he'll have to do a non, um, I think it's a non, uh, oh, what's the name of the word they use? Oh, You have to go into the health, um, Canada Health, and you got to fulfill this uh, thing and have to watch a little movie, and uh, they'll let you, but you have to do some work, but you can still do it but um but you have to do uh, a little bit of leg work in order to put your kids through school that's insane <laughs> yeah all to take an experimental medication right
0: and, that's insane uh, well I yeah, hope i'm the not muslim... a fan of it yeah
1: no leave the kids alone and i hope the muslim community seems to be the saving grace they're going to be standing up and uh they're not going to take any shit. and and they're calling on a million man march and they're gonna they're gonna make a difference i mean this is this is uh what a society that has faith will be act like in a society that doesn't have faith they'll be so supportive of themselves this muslim community will be something to be reckoned with and um god bless the muslim community for standing up with us uh during this tough time and i've met a lot of beautiful people that have said the same um we have the same mentality the same beliefs and uh you know we're two different types of Religions, and we're all coming together. So, as much as this government is uh, tearing us apart, they are going to bring us together. Uh, I think you're going to see this beautiful harmonization of religions that come together on a, on a common ground, and we're all going to defend our
0: children, right? Like like we should, right? Right. So, so do you think those are Muslims and Christians and Catholics coming together, or do you think they're parents who happen to be Muslim, parents who happen to be Christian? Well, That's see, together. I think it's our parents that
1: I think that like I honestly lost faith in the Christian community. They didn't stand up for nothing during the mm-hmm. pandemic. And I didn't expect them to stand they up. They closed went, the churches without yeah. a fight. And then they're doing the The Christian schools are doing the transgender stuff. and They're not saying anything. They're not protesting. Correct. So I think the Muslims are going to show you how to stand up for your faith. And I am praying for those folks. And I think they're going
0: to teach us Christians how
1: to become Christian again
0: right? I'm for that. I'm for that. Yeah. And Catholic as well. I'm for that. Like yeah. Whatever brings us back to where we should be. All right. So my wife is not mad at me. She got the song. <laughs> I have it here now. Um, I'll save that for a bit because maybe we'll close with the song. Cause sure. I want to keep going with, uh, with your business now. Um, okay. So you're the roofer and it's going well, like is your business going well. And did you take a hit during COVID because you're outside? So was there a problem with that?
1: Yeah, so we were always deemed essential. We're on someone's roof. We stayed six feet apart. Roofing. Well, rich raised...
0: people's roofs leak. That's why.
1: So yeah, so your roof was leaking. We could do, redo your roof, and it was considered essential. So, in that regard, it was never, um it never bothered. Some, I mean, I never felt anything um, coming after my job. We have one of the hardest jobs in the world. We're mm. allowed to continually working. So the mandates came into effect and affected my brother's job so that's where I got upset about but for roofing i mean you could try to cancel me all you want but i'm a roofer i live in a small town we've been here for hundreds of years my family's on the same farm for a hundred and something odd years you're not going to you're not going to take business away from me because my family has so much uh, so much roots here that you can't and uh, business is business, right? I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, now I'm doing more media marketing, so I've kind of switched uh, my. You know, half the time I'm doing um, media marketing and in helping brand um, other roofing, um, you know, manufacturers and stuff like that for uh, material. But the um, work is good. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not going to uh, retire a multimillionaire, but I mean, I'm a roofer, and uh, and uh, I have uh, I have a happy family, healthy family, and. I love being outside. I love doing hard work. So, I mean, uh, there's, there's nobody there to take my job, put it that way. There's no, uh, there's nobody with a uh, rainbow shirt on and a kitty here is going to
0: take my job away nope. from me. So. Well, speaking you can't of that, me. <laughs> are, are you finding it difficult to find young and upcomers and getting them into the industry? Is it getting harder?
1: So I don't even bother anymore. I work alone most of the days, buddy. So and if I partner up, I'll partner up with another company that has, um, it has like my buddy who has one guy. We just work together. So I don't even bother uh, hiring anymore. It's no point not for the uh, wage increase. And uh, I mean, yeah, it is hard to find kids that want to work. I mean, I was mm-hmm. I was 15 years old, though, working two jobs, uh, doing midnights at Tim Hortons, buying my first car. These kids aren't the same mentality as me. They, we just don't work together, right? They got mm-hmm. a tummy ache. They can't come in. They got a toothache. I'm the kind of guy that could drink 24 beers, go to bed at 5 a.m. and be there for 7 you know, I grew up in a different world than these kids nowadays, So, um, but what we have done is to try to help the community. We're building a roofing university in Toronto, so I'm actually developing a program uh, with a few other individuals, and uh, we are starting a university for roofing and for uh, exterior. So we'll be teaching people rather than trying to bring them on, pay them to teach them, they'll be paying me to teach them. Right. I'll, I'll bring a kid in. he wants 20 bucks an hour to learn and i got to waste my day teaching a kid that's going to leave in two weeks anyway because he got his period or something right so whatever. <laughs> yeah, is i don't so. know what happens nowadays like i just don't we're not seeing eye to eye with most of these young kids so it's not working out to hire a period
0: right no it's, it's getting tougher out there for sure especially with the trades which is a very vital portion of our industry of our economy and no the youth are not getting into it at all well they, they have uh,
1: it as a job it's like oh you're a bum if you do the
0: trades like yeah you can make
1: actually really good money if you want to get the trades right
0: very good money and it's a good life too and it's consistent and secure and it's not going anywhere we need plumbers electricians and yeah. roofers we need look at all the
1: houses out there there's houses everywhere right
0: and they're building mm-hmm.
1: they're bringing a million people into this country every year so what does that mean you need a million more houses so, that's right and every that's every great. every year there's less roofers and less carpenters and less framers so i mean what they're going to probably do is bring in i, I would say they're going to bring in uh the uh the south america they're going to go you know bring start bringing mexicans that like they did in the states right they're going to us. so these uh the canadian kids don't want to work anymore they're just going to sit there and take their medicines so they no longer exist and they're going to bring in the new ones so what they're doing they're already started
0: right yeah, and what's kind of weird is they even make video games about working. So there's games to be chefs and games to do, but not the real world. Like, they're not getting into the real world. They're playing the games, but they're not getting into the real world.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, my kids are 14 and 15. they already working. You have to get your kids working. I mean, my daughter's 15 and knows how to lay metal shingles.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I That's put her good. on the roof,
1: and, and they, they tried to tell me, uh, they you know, the, the leftist called the police on me that I had a minor on there.
0: No, she's Are you not a minor. serious? She's not a minor.
1: She identifies as a, she's a fucking 20 year old. And her name's Charlie. Right.
0: That's right. Yeah. So I,
1: she's 20 years old. So she says, tell me any different. And they just walked away. So my daughter, she's not 14. <laughs> she's a grown ass woman. And she's a man, by the way, respect her gender. You could fucking go to hell. I know how to play <laughs> the game. I'm Hey, you make the fucking stupid rules. I'll follow them. All right. Don't get mad at me for making, uh, you know, making those, uh, those comments. Right
0: absolutely now how do you actually feel about how crazy is getting for example males and female prisons because they identify and then you're getting rapes and you're getting pregnant women now but they're still going to keep doing it so what do you think about that do you think we're just so dumb that we're going to keep doing stuff like that or are we going to wake up soon
1: someone's going to wake up like i said we're getting back to these religious communities that actually have faith and hope and actually have respect for family and actually have structure these are the communities that are going to stand up and make the change right um it's just like if you if you had time later watch the movie idiocracy
0: idiocracy okay and yeah
1: idiocracy and it's literally the world today it's a funny comedy you actually enjoy it you actually get a good laugh but it's in the same sense it's not funny at all because it's (laughs) what's happening right human beings are just so dumb and like yeah you put a male in prison with a penis in a female prison guess what he's gonna do what he's gonna do it's 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 like that. It's it's almost so dumb that you can't even believe it's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Like it's a clown world. way beyond. Yeah, it's insane now.
1: So I think they're just going to push us to the point where they want us to revolt, right? So then they can bring yes. in the army. But right. I think, and I I think that we can do it in a different manner, and it's all non-compliance, and it's when we get together in large groups of people, millions, where they where we have power, right? And I think that old saying where there's power in numbers. It's so real. It's such a real thing. And when we realize that the is in our hands, we will take it back. But I think we have to get to the lowest of the low in order for some to realize it right. and to get the two thirds thinking the right way. Right. Right now we have one third that knows we're slowly turning people over and we're never going to get that last third. They're going to be the ones that never see it all. But once we get to the two thirds of people thinking like everything falls apart and the, and the curtain drops. Right. And, uh, and hopefully we can have some uh, new laws in place to give accountability to, to, um, to politicians, to uh, have limit terms to politicians and have actually um, punishments that will be significant to someone that is committing treason or, um, you know, is uh been involved with mass genocide that we have better punishments like in our country a child molester gets three months to three years and these people are school teachers these kind of people are in your governments and they've been charged with molestation and child pornography and they're only getting two to three months in jail right that's gross that's so and then gross. and then pat king he does a uh, mischief and he follows the uh charter of Rights and has a protest like many other cultures have done in this society and uh he gets uh uh, nine months or 10 months for mischief And meanwhile the largest mischief sin was a night in jail Has anyone ever got mischief Has only got a night in jail and it's when the cops would usually use that charge to get a domestic so a husband out of the house as he smashed a right. window or something else that's what it was usually commonly used for uh, just to get somebody out of a scenario for a night And now they've used it to um, silence some major players in the game, some people that brought hope to a lot of people, and they stinted them right away, Um, a lot like Tamara and Pat King and, you know, me, you, anyone else, we felt the repercussions of um, standing up and following the
0: Charter of Rights, right? That charter is nothing. And, and, and sometimes they, they make up charges, for example, conspiracy to commit murder of RCMP officers in Alberta. Yep. So we got Chris, Tony, Chris, and Jerry who are still the Coots boys. There. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, and I believe, let me just go double check, but I think they're on day uh, 547 even. It's insane that they're still there. I was speaking to Chris Lysak today, and I just noticed his dad's in the chat or he's watching the show. So, hey, Mike, uh, nice to see you around. And give me a call. I would like to take you for a coffee, Mike. Uh, your son's awesome. So I want to see you again, buddy. Yeah. yeah God bless my wife son. is conferring. It's five forty-seven. Yeah. God bless your moment son. For Mike.
1: We've all been yeah. praying for uh, the coots boys. And um, if anyone's out there watching, if you have, uh, if you can donate to them, um, help the cause uh, I mean, we are up against a mafia that takes 50% of our paychecks every week. And we have no one helping us. So we literally have everyone working against us. So if anyone mm-hmm. has, you know, even it's five, 10 bucks, um, send it to these people that are literally paying um, this uh, massive uh, price uh,
0: to stand up for what was supposed to be our charter of rights um, god bless 100%. those boys 100 percent. the crown and the prosecution office is paid by taxpayers the defense is not the defense is paid by the people so yeah please contribute go find one of the fundraisers they're everywhere now uh, you can go see the Alberta political prisoners Facebook page to find some more instructions there. Um, but yeah, get involved people. Uh, they could use your help. And and I do know the money goes to the family and to the legal. So there's a bunch of different ways to help out that way. And if you come out, I believe even Pat's raising funds for the CUDS for as well. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's, he's trying to balance, you know, his legal needs and his commitment to Alberta and to the cause as well. So thank you, Pat. I know you're working hard on that. Yeah. Thank you again, Pat. Yeah, there's really good people out here. And what I'm finding a lot, Josh, is there's a lot of faith. There's a lot of faith. God does come up a lot with people in the freedom movement. Is that a coincidence, or is that just we're wired that way, and that's why we're freedom?
1: No, it's because, okay, here it is. Um, I always tell people, people, I've had arguments with several friends over the years about, like, God's Mm -hmm. not real. And I'm like, you know what? You know what I say to them if they have children? Well, when your son, you know, God forbid this never happens, but if your son was diagnosed with cancer, you start praying pretty fucking quick right when you're in the when you're in the darkest times there's the only there's always a glimmer of hope just like that you know that uh that the sun rises in the east every morning right In the darkest of days it'll always rise back so i find in the darkest of time we have to find something to talk to something to ask for help because there's no mm-hmm. other help there is so it's um it's something that people do when they when they find themselves in a very dark time you pray right you pray Please help me. Please help us. Please, and prayer is massive. um And I like to tell people right now: um, mutual uh, prayer, praying for the same things. Group prayer is real. Group meditation is real. Like-minded thinking helps things move a long way. So, um I mean, everybody say a prayer for the uh, Coots boys tonight. Say a prayer for Pat King. Anyone like Tamir? Anyone that's been through hard times that you know in the Freedom Movement? I mean, pray for those people on a daily basis. It's so easy to mm-hmm. pray for somebody. I mean. I mean, right before bed, it's the best time to do it, right? And uh it sets
0: a positive uh pace for the next morning. Um, right. Absolutely, absolutely. And all of us have prayed at least once when we drank too much and we were on that porcelain king. We all prayed to God to make that stop. I'll never do it again. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I think we all had the exact same prayer. I know we won't do it again. Yeah. But don't forget that. Like for me, I went back in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve was a rough year for me. And and uh, left, left. It, I always had faith uh, in my heart, but I certainly didn't turn to it uh, for a good chunk of my life until 2012. 2012 was tough. You know, the Mayan calendar, everything was coming to an end, according to the news. You know, family was sick. There were some troubles. And then, boy, I got to tell you, uh, it didn't even take a, a long time. There was just a moment that I had. And I said, you know what? Not my problem. My problem is to just maintain my commitment to God. That's my problem. The rest of this stuff, not my problem. <laughs> um, it's happening for a reason. I can bear what I can take. Um, I'm going to be the man I'm going to be because of the faith. And I got to tell you, and if you're listening, and you haven't done this yet, and I know you know what this is, Josh, there is a huge relief, a huge relief. Like the shoulders go back up normal. You, you, you feel a lot better. And that's just by uh, reminding yourself that you're not in control of this world, but you, you have a commitment to uh, your God and you should commit to that and, and it. And that's such a relief it was for me
1: no i mean everyone has to um to, you know understand that um there's um there's something you know we, we don't we never get to know all the answers right mm-hmm. and uh um you, you never get to know why we're here um and how the earth was created and we just have to know it was created so divinely and um you have to have a respect for that, um, in, in simple terms. And um, once you have a respect for the creation and yourself and the divine creator, um, you know it'll be it's just everything's okay. So, like well, that's how some people get through. Like, some how do you get through and always stay positive during the combo? I'm like, oh, I'm not I'm worried, but I'm not worried. You know what I mean? I'm more mm-hmm. worried about what you guys don't do. So if you you know, I that's how how do you stay so positive? Like, well, I'm not worried. I mean. I am in a sense. I mean, there's things I got to do, but like pulling my kids out of school, i not worried about it. I just did it, right? I yeah. just, I'm not leaving my school with the, devil, this the devil's playground, right? So we're going to put them in a faith-based school. I mean, that was the right thing to do. I mean, if you start making choices and think about um, why you're making those choices, it's not scary at all what you're no. supposed to do oh i'm leaving the school board oh the evil group that's gonna indoctrinate my kid for 10 years like oh what will i do you'll figure it out man right like and honestly like you don't stress it i just fucking do it right but when you have um, a belief in um you know a higher power a higher uh, being um it gives you the confidence to make those choices that you know are right rather than what they're telling you are right do you know what right. i mean so you yeah, just bypass do. yeah and you know you know what i'm saying and and uh i hope uh this This line brings a lot of people, maybe another, uh, you know, they they could take a second look at their life and maybe they can, you know, even if it it starts by praying, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to open a Bible. You don't have to open a book. You just have to start, starts right here. Right. And um, I said, my I was born again in Ottawa. And I call being born again Canadian because I found all the faith and the love in the people. And it wasn't, it didn't read no scripture at the time. Although I've read it before, it was all done with the touching and healing of human beings that haven't, I felt the harmonization of what, What was supposed to happen and that there was a message that couldn't be written It was a message that everyone felt in their hearts and it couldn't be written. It couldn't be explained Everyone just knew they felt something and that's how I knew it was real, right? So and I wasn't the one that I was one of millions that felt the same presence and that was the divine creator reaching down Mm -hmm. and Onto us and we were acting like we were supposed to act as God created creatures.
0: Yeah, was, you saw God in that convoy because there's no violence, because it didn't turn into what the government wanted, because they weren't able to come down as hard as they really wanted. We all know they wanted, even Gen 6, wasn't. they wanted more. They wanted oh, yeah. a lot more. They wanted bodies nothing. everywhere.
1: Gen 6 was like hardly anything. People were just walking around a building. Mm-hmm. It was their taxpayer's building. They shot an unarmed war vet. For She wasn't even like, she, you think they'd need to shoot a person just going through a window? They could have. They could have done it so differently now that we know that they've destroyed the video evidence because it, it, it exonerate Trump. They knew that they were pushing this. They wanted it so bad, right? Mm-hmm. These governments they are using every tactic they have. They're the most evil corrupt organization that this world has ever seen. That has They have so much control and they're flexing and they are doing whatever they can to keep in power. And, and, uh, I think, uh, the light always prevails and, um, I think they're in for a shit kick in these uh these Satanists and it's coming. Whether they Yeah, I don't
0: think it's working for them. No, I think it's they're gonna, failing.
1: Well, it's gonna get a little worse for us, but I think at the end result, it's gonna we're gonna make a big change for the for this, you know, the next generations to come. And that's what a lot of people it's not about your life. Don't be so selfish. It's about your grandkids and your great grandkids. You know, stop thinking about the now. It's not always about you, right? You gotta think of your lineage and what we're setting um, you know, for the future of our families, right? Mm-hmm. I mean you, you're happy with our government right now and it's a million dollars for a shitty house in, in Lincoln. How the fuck are your kids going to survive? How are your grandkids going to survive? They're not. They're going to be slaves and homeless but you're just sitting back saying, oh, I made $500,000 off my equity this year. It's great for me. But not thinking about your kids. Not thinking about your grandkids. And This is what the media has done. They've made every individual so selfish. Everyone became so selfish. They were so self-centered. It's all about me. Um, and That's part of the problem with a lot of people. They're not worried about their their future they don't need you know they don't even know their great-grandfather's last name or their you know what i mean are their are their are their lineage it's just they just they're living in the now and it's very selfish society to be involved in
0: absolutely i feel really bad for Yeah, the next generation they're not going to be able to own homes they're not going to be able to build businesses like we did if it's inherited maybe but not if they do it on their own they're they're screwed well they're going to inherit
1: debt like they do in europe they want to have a mortgage that you pass on to your kids so when i die they want me to have a million dollar debt i gotta throw on somebody else so they can tax the shit out of him and suppress them for the rest of their lives right they don't want me Mm -hmm. to die and leave two million dollars behind
0: right well they'll tax it the state tax it and whatever you do with it they'll tax it again and uh, you have things like uh, Scotia Bank saying things like "you're richer than you think," and that's getting you into that mentality to think that that even matters, like that even happens happens to be a thing to worry about. Well, they had uh, these banks
1: that there, and so the inflation was done purposely for the houses. the The foreign market pushed the housing market through the roof. Your yep. four or five hundred thousand dollar house is now worth a million and a half. So, people that oh look at me, I made a million dollars this year. And they thought equity was money. They bought into another house or a trailer or a cottage. And they became house poor and they spent right. all their equity. Now the house value has dropped significantly and the um, interest, interest rates have gone well, yeah. up. So mm-hmm. now what they're doing, this is this, this is another thing that's like much like the pandemic. There's going to be a housing crisis. Canada's become the country of crisis, right? Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do is now that you got, you're going to have $700,000, $800,000 worth of debt. You're, you're going to go up to 5 to 6% and they're going to say, you're not going to lose your house because you're 80% of the population. What we're going to do is give you some digital currency and you, you know, you'll be a co-owner with their government on your house. That's their plan. Right. Yeah. Right. So they say 80% of Canadians have over a half a million dollars mortgage. So uh, at 10% on half a million. That's 50,000 just in interest a year. So most average Canadian makes $90,000 a year, uh, 60, 70 after tax. So you're going to be paying more than uh, two thirds of your income on your interest rate the way they do and they'll they're not going to put you out of your house they're going to become partners with you and your new digital currency and they'll have it all set up so you can pass your house down and have a million dollar mortgage and pass it on to your kids and they can completely dominate you and your lineage they have it all figured out man
0: yeah i'm trying to figure out how they get all the mortgages and properties i think you're right they're going to get they do people it, yeah So everyone has a half a
1: million dollar mortgage right now. Young kids are buying houses for a million dollars and having a seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage, right? How the hell are you supposed to pay that off and find the interest rate on it for a year, right? You're not
0: wrong. So, So, but eighty percent you said had that kind of predicament.
1: There's, uh, well, they say the average uh, the average mortgage in Canada is over six hundred and something thousand. So I was just kind of throwing out loose numbers. So,
0: right. So, eighty percent of people have that. 20% they own a house, or, they
1: own a house, or, own a house okay. right? So, well, I think it's under 5% that own their house, which would be people that are uh, fading out and probably passing away soon, right? Um, but, you know, somebody right now, we think somebody will own a million and a half, two million dollar house, they have a million dollar mortgage on their house. was so like, that guy's rich. So, think of that, that's what we think, right? Oh, look, he's got a mm-hmm. Corvette and a two million dollar house, but he's a million and a half dollars in debt. The guy's broke as hell, right? Yep. But looking at him look at that guy he's got everything does he the bank has everything so they've been working at this for a long time because when i bought my house in lincoln i bought it for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. i could sell it now for
0: 1.2 do you think it's worth that much hell no right no and what are you going to do with it you're going to buy in the neighborhood you'll be paying 1.2 like... yeah you sell it you
1: got to buy it then you, yeah so you, it is what it is i mean but they, a lot of people, oh, my, I'm a millionaire now. Is what people thought. They was, oh, look at yeah. me how wealthy I am. And they spent their money. And now they are actually have a noose around their neck. And they don't know it's getting tighter and tighter. And then the floor is going to kick out from underneath them. And then the bank's going to be there to save you. Or the government, and that's what, right?
0: And that could be why Ontario abuses their people so much. Because they're kind of bought into this whole mortgage and increased value. So yeah. they don't leave. They're like, okay, I'm a million here, but I'd be something else later. So they stay in Ontario for a lot longer than they really should. And that could be part of the hook. That's it could be how they're keeping them there and putting up with, with things where you don't really want to put up with that. Like watching Ford switch from a conservative to whatever the heck he is now. He's a liberal. Um yeah, it's it's disheartening.
2: Yeah, um, he's we a left
0: Ontario. Yeah, we left Ontario so a couple of years ago for for these reasons. Um I'm sad that people can't and, and people seem to be stuck and not just brainwashed, but they're they're slaves and they don't realize it that they're slaves to that mortgage and they're slaves to that house. Yeah,
1: I mean, think of uh When I was growing up, if someone that owned a five hundred thousand dollars house was a mansion. Now, a five hundred thousand dollars house is a piece of shit
0: house. You can't find that anywhere. The Niagara. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, you can't. It's got uh, it'll be half torn down and a big fire inside, and, and it just it, it's they and they did it purposely with having the foreign market. They didn't they didn't tax the foreign market, so they mm-hmm. had all these foreign mm-hmm. buyers come in, and they would. Overbid on housing, it just kept happening. They didn't. They, this has all been intentionally done. The government is working directly against you, and um, and the and the and when people wake up to realize what they've lost, a lot of people will realize, but it'll be too late, and you, you know, you won't be able to make your mortgage payments So the bank's going to have to work with you and, and take your house from you. Right? This happened right. in the yeah. '80s too. Eighty. The interest rates got up to twenty-six percent. Right. So people are handing in their keys. I think it's going to be a lot bigger than it was in the '80s, and you're going to see the people not handing in their keys they are just going to see this um, digital market come in for housing uh, owner ownership so
0: and add to that wrong thing debanking so for the wrong ideas you can be debanked just ask uh, Morgan May and so many others um, yeah yeah just having the ideas you're getting debanked so now you're not just a slave to your home and your mortgage you're also a slave to the bank and the, the required thinking in order to maintain and keep that bank account yeah that's a scary proposition that's, that they're putting together here yeah i mean we,
1: we sold the gold reserve back in the 80s so our countries are the money they're printing they ain't worth fuck all right i mean the, it has no standard no value whatsoever a digital coin is worth nothing and um it's uh it's insane what uh what this country's become and it's it's all happened it's been happening you know since Trudeau's and his father was in power they slowly these these people have Fifty-year plans, eighty-year plans that they work on, and we can't we can't plan past next month because we're so far in debt and have so much priorities to take care of. We can't plan against these big attacks that they have set for us because we're not thinking that far in the future. We're depending on them, um, right. and their and their goals are to literally destroy us. I mean, this isn't the first time kings have destroyed their own countries to rule ashes, and uh, I mean, just look back and through history, it's happened and it's happening again, right?
0: That's a powerful message to remember. You're absolutely right. Kings will burn you down to ashes and rule ashes. Yeah, that's scary. Like what we plan for now, my wife and I is make sure we have enough firewood for the winter. What are we going to do with the chickens over the winter? And make sure that we don't freeze the well. Those are our concerns now.
1: Well, think of it. If there's any, uh, if they ever go, if you know, we uh, we have to fend for ourselves. There's a lot of liberals out there without any guns, so you can always go take their food. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah what's hilarious is, is, is how they talk like as if there's going to yeah. be some great battle but they don't have the guns they don't they're yeah. all in the cities in a concrete jungle like they all eat unhealthy they're all unhealthy yeah what they're are you going to do they don't
1: work out like yeah you'll probably yeah. yeah you'll be running to the city crying for your uh food stamps
0: right yeah i'm pretty sure they're not going to make it 10 kilometers outside the city <laughs> limits <So> when the <laughs> avocados are no longer available they're done they're going to be back
1: Well, that's what you're going to see, these, uh, I mean, uh, people don't talk about this, but my dad used to work for Yellow Freight, and Yellow Freight was one of the biggest freight liners in North America, and they just went under, they got a buyout for 980 million during the pandemic, and they just went bankrupt, the largest freight liner in uh, North America, so that, they got paid a billion dollars, and they went out of business, so is that just to fuck with the food supply chain, must be, right, I mean, how does the company that's been around for 50 years just go bankrupt after getting a billion dollar buyout? Plants Someone Good got passion. rich, right? Someone well, the rich. owners
0: got rich and then the next guys tanked it on purpose
1: And the people that worked for them too didn't get the you know, they, they you know they're losing some obviously some money there the, You know, there's people I know personally i worked for a guy who worked for yellow freight and he lost all his years um, Holiday pay and severance pay. So he's got to go work again and now they right. like well, might, I might get it back after the the CEO got his uh, 16 trillion dollars and he can go spend his time at Epstein Island and uh, the people that worked for him are getting peanuts and, and uh, you know, it's just a matter of time before people understand how powerful, like I said, we are, if we just stand up and we actually get along and people have to stop watching media. People have to spend less time on the phones, spend more time outside, spend more time with their family, spend more time growing their own food. And Mm -hmm. uh, it'll change society because people are just too lost in these cell phones. I know we use it to spread messages, but it's also used um, as a distraction
0: device, and uh, it's terrible, right? Yeah, for sure, and now there's a whole group of people that's responsible for telling you what the true messages are, and what fake messages are, and label them for you.
1: So you're not allowed to freedom of speech, you're not allowed to your opinion. I can't tell you my opinion of, a, of, a, of what I think somebody is. Maybe on Twitter I can, but on Facebook I can't. Um, one of my biggest fans were for sharing a, um, a meme I made, and the meme was a I've lost a few friends in the last couple of years for taking uh, medications for depression, which caused suicide. Because that was one of the um, that was one of the um, um, reactions that could happen with some of the antidepressants. Um, you could actually get suicidal. Mm-hmm. So I made a meme where a woman is walked into a doctor's office. She goes, "I have severe depression." I got a pill for you. It either make you happy or make you kill yourself. And I said, visor, because visor made the fucking medicine that does this. And it's actually one of their um, it's it's noted the thing it can cause suicidal tendencies. They removed the uh, meme and gave me a um, six month ban on Mr. Freedom's page for sharing the truth. So that just tells you that you can't even tell people. And there was fathers that lost their sons from taking the vaccine at 12 years old in Ontario that were banned from Facebook from telling the story that kids took the vaccine and died three days later, but they weren't allowed to tell their story. That's how evil this company is. And then there's people that are dumb enough to argue for visor and tell that this guy was wrong and feeling that his son was killed by the vaccine. That's how fucking demented and satanic this regime we're up against and and people are just falling into play and falling, falling for Satan's uh, charm.
0: So you think there's a little bit more suffering left to go? And then we're going to wake up. There's a lot of
1: suffering. These people, these vaccines are going to kill you up. To, they're going to kill you for the next eight years. Right. It'd be heart attacks, brain tumors, uh, you know, anything and above. Right. Uh, and they're going to use everything. They're going to explain climate change. They're going to blame poor eating. They're going to blame alcohol. They're going to blame everything. But the multi-billion dollar company that created the vaccine. It was an experiment.
0: Uh, You're not wrong. I think you're completely right there, Josh. Thank you. Um, So what's the next step for you? You're going to keep roofing and you're going to keep doing some media stuff for people. But what's the next big step for you? You're going to be there for the uh, Josh Alexander and Chris uh, Billboard uh, protests of of the schools in September?
1: i probably have to show up there. That's not a while, right?
0: Um, I think it's Toronto. Or
1: Toronto, then I'll be there for sure. September Um,
0: something in Toronto.
1: Um, depending on what day I'm in Texas and uh, Vegas then uh, September. So if I get the specific date, I'll book it in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the I, chat
0: I'll, will know. So Paula, keep an eye on that. It's September something. Let uh, Josh know.
1: I'll, I'll uh, gladly go if it's in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. I promised my family I wouldn't be traveling with the freedom movement as much this year, cause I would go to Ottawa every other weekend and we spent, like, it was just. I mean, I'm the only, uh, I'm the sole buyer in this family. So when I leave, I leave and, and there's no funds coming in. So, um, this last year I made the choice not to, um, not to go outside of Ontario or Toronto area very much. So.
0: Well, you owe us one trip in Alberta to come see yes. Pat and help I out think, there.
1: I think I'm going to, um, make it out there. I mean, I made a promise. I owe Pat a thank you and a handshake and a hug personally. So, I, I mean, I'll be going out there for two days and uh, just uh, got to say hi to everybody out there.
0: Yeah, and it looks like that uh, March is going to be on the 20th in Toronto. It looks like it's part of the Million Person March. Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, you just ask our chat and they'll get you the answer. These guys are great. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> they are. But uh, I'm gonna kind of leave you with the last word here before we go to your song, and then um, we'll come back and say, uh, actually, let's go to your song now, and then we'll come back and do our, our wrap up if you don't mind. Uh, okay, buddy. Yeah, i just pop this up here. Letter rip. Uh, and this, I hope this is the right one. I'm counting on my wife. Oh, you this is the, this know.
1: is the right one. So there's a, there's a little skit before this one. So. Uh it's uh this is my producer and partner he plays dick the homeowner and uh we (laughs) we throw a jab at uh ctv on this one so this is the this is the elongated version it's pretty funny
0: okay cool three and a half minutes here we go folks
1: breaking news with your host dick richardson
2: good evening everyone this is your DTV news update you
1: don't know
2: dick Today, a group of tyrants stormed the city of Toronto, claiming their rights are just as important as those compliant with their current government mandates, which they are not. Some of the videos you're about to see might be disturbing and certainly do not represent the views of our beloved Prime Minister. One person allegedly heard from an unreliable source's cousin's friend's roommate from university that said they may have used the F word. Viewer and listener discretion is strongly advised. Freedom. Don't know where I'm going, but I know we'll be together Looking out over horizons, oh, all the things that we will see And we'll just keep on going Destination, I know And we'll stay this way forever Rolling down the open road Sing it out, freedom. What's living without freedom? Life's about living strong. What's living without freedom? Freedom. What's living without freedom? Life's about living strong. What's living without freedom? Don't know where I'm going. But I know I'll be just fine. Looking out over horizons, everything that's yours is mine. We'll keep on going, destination unknown. If we can stay this way forever, we will never walk alone. Sing it out. Freedom, what's living without? Freedom, life's about. Living song, what's living without freedom? Freedom, what's living without freedom? Life's about living song, what's living without freedom? Oh, my oh, own land. Let me hear you sing it out. Oh, freedom. Time. All about, yeah. freedom. Everybody now. Let me hear you sing it out. Freedom. 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 What's living without? Freedom. Life's about. Living strong. What's What's living without? Freedom. Freedom. What's living without? Freedom. Life's about living strong what's living without freedom freedom what's living without freedom life's about living strong what's living without freedom Movie in China.
0: (laughs) That's only the great. Oh, I pushed Um, the wrong button. And then Greg Arcade's next on my list here. let me just stop this. Josh, you're a talent. Holy smokes. That's a good song. And I like that lady that was throwing you the finger in the middle of the intersection there. I saw her. Yeah, she (laughs) was telling me to
1: fuck off. She called me a racist. And I'm like, she's like you're a fucking racist and I, there's the jamaican fellow and he gives me a big hug i'm like ah. yeah was like, it was so awesome like you couldn't write you can't you can't write script that stuff it just happened right like
0: that's um, incredible
1: so um, and that
0: was toronto right Blower that was toronto Crane,
1: so that was when the truckers went there the first weekend we came and filmed that we raised over ten thousand dollars that we had in tim horton's cars that we brought to the truckers and then i convoyed up to ottawa and i stayed there for uh until we got kicked out and I stayed there for a week, I think a week and a half after. Um, and then I worked with uh, like I said, with Big Bear and we were doing some fundraisers for people and uh, you know, helping people out They were there's a couple people there that were living in their car and uh we got we just giving our funds out uh, that we raised to help as many people as possible. So
0: there's a what? lot of love in the chat for you here, Josh. A lot of love. And the, I am so
1: yeah, the organizer like this this group of people that uh, joined the convoy, they're literally like they're uh, they're wonderful people. They're uh, I, they're my friends, family and they're fans, I guess. I mean, I um and everyone's uh they've always been so um so loving towards me. I mean, as much hate as I get on the other side, I mean, I don't think it compares to the feeling you get from the people that they know I've never made a dime, they know I've put all out for them, and they know I fought for their children, my own children, and I stand up for a charter of rights for the future, um, and, and and people know that, and uh, so that's why I don't even argue with people online, because I don't need to. I have, a, I have thousands upon thousands of people that know um,
0: what I stand for and who right. I really am, so... Those are your people. Give me a freedom, please, so a bird can hear it. Freedom! Yeah, brother. Yes. Yes. Uh, Thank the, you. Thank you. That was the that freedom that around the world. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a ringtone. Thank you so much, Josh. This has been amazing to me. I'm so glad I got the chance to meet you finally. And yeah, you're everything and more than I thought you would be. You're one hell of a talent, too. Not just a freedom fighter. I'm just a regular, I'm just a regular guy. <laughs> ah, you're a little bit more than that. You know that you well, let me tell you, you're a little bit more than that. We'd love to have I you out in Alberta. That. We'll put you on a stage, we'll yell freedom until the uh, lights turn off. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed by you. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And it's guys like you that absolutely give us all a good name. There's no racist here. We're all good, That's people. awesome. We're all Canadians, right?
1: We're all human beings. And uh, I want to say thanks again, Jason, for having me on and letting me tell my story um guess like that said i'll be praying for a lot of people tonight one of uh, them will be you and pat king and, thank you. and uh a lot of the other uh out there and the, and the coots boys so i'd like to uh encourage everyone else to uh, have positive prayers and positive meditations
0: for anyone that's uh, been through a lot in the last few years please and thank and, you. And if you don't mind i'm going to add four more people to your prayers betty harbert the mother of chris yeah mike Lysick, the father of chris uh we've got tessie who's the mother of tony And then Jacqueline, the wife of Jerry. So let's add those to our prayers. Of course, praying for the families
1: as well. They they are also going through some hardships. So um, positive prayers. And uh, I know we'll get through this. And uh, we just stay on the right track. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody uh, very soon. And thanks again, Jason.
0: Merci beaucoup. You have a good one. And take care, Mr. Freedom. All right. God bless. And you're a roofer because you're a little bit closer to God. That's That's right, buddy. I got a
1: good relationship with him. (laughs) You keep an eye on him for us. Thank you so Uh, much. All right. God bless you.
0: Bye bye. Bye.